for Juggalos and Juggalettes. You are now listening to the best, best friends podcast in the world. Welcome to another episode of the best best friends podcast in the world. Uh, the we're back with a, a episode three of the quarantine chronicles. Um, I like that. Yeah, quarantine chronicles. Uh, I am your host Tom, and I'm your other host Dan. This is our new intro, so we're sticking to it. Get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dan is no longer my Andy Richter. We, I promoted him to full host. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's no our new intro. No longer in the shadows. Dan and I had one of our, uh, we had a, a little lunchtime meeting and uh, and decided uh, we're going to switch up the intro. So that's what you got to live with now. So I called him angry. I said, I am equal to you, Tom. Yeah, and he threatened to get his agent uh, to go over the contract again. It was a whole big mess. There was going to be some litigation, but we smoothed it over. Um, <laughs> and b- before we get to our guest, Tom, there was something I wanted to bring up, something I had to get off my chest. What's that? Um, I know, I know that there were some Instagram posts last night after we did our sound check. Um, I had maybe one or two extra beers than I normally have. I do recall this. I, Saturday I, evening. I, I do recall the post that you're talking about. So, I just want to say there were some off color comments about your facial hair. Um, so in solidarity, I kept my patchy facial hair for this <laughs> podcast as well. Now to be fair, because I want, I want to stand with you in this to be fair. Um, <laughs> everybody has a neck beard. I mean, everybody's beard goes onto their neck. So, I mean, neck beards aren't really anything to be ashamed of. It's when you pair it's when you pair the fedora with the neck beard. That's when you get in trouble. But that neck beard was glorious last night. Just let me tell you, I had to post it after I put that picture up. I was like, this is this is my beautiful. let's get let's get into let's get into introducing our That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to say it. I know he's I over specifically there. got rid of mine. <laughs> I usually do beers. when I have more facial hair, I usually do yeah. Uh, trim up around, you know, I, I, I frame mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I'll get into it a little bit more, but, uh, so our guest today is, uh, he's the, the, uh, bass player for the band, uh, bass player, player and vocalist for the band, the, the color Fred. Uh, he's also the proprietor of a, the company gravity enclosures. He is Keith Gibbons. What's up, Keith? Hi. Hello. How is everybody? Keith went uh <laughs> Keith went above and beyond with his uh his outfit, his, his attire tonight. He went he's the know, best dressed guest. I'm in yeah. a uh I'm in a Bermuda kind of mood today. I got my like <laughs> my like salmon colored shorts on. I'm just feeling, you know, feeling a little classy. Yeah, he, he's uh he's what I I would consider uh cruise formal. Oh, yeah. Like- yeah. 
Yeah. Get down with that. Cruise formal, quarantine uh, formal, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Definitely um, getting dressed up for this. I've been living in sweatpants for the last like two and a half, three weeks. So. That's why I got dressed up, honestly. <laughs> I have been I feel like a human being. I have been all uh, gym shorts, uh, gym shorts and T-shirts. And if I could find a way to make that my entire life, I would be perfectly content. I spent a good hour in the bathroom after my shower, trying to get my hair to look as good as Keith's before this. It's, I, it was impossible. It's very hard. Keith hashtag blessed. <laughs> Keith's <laughs> hair is always look, impeccable. It just goes back. Yeah. It just went back to normal. It does its thing. I don't know. He could stick his head out of a moon roof <laughs> doing 65 and he come back and it'd be like impeccable. I, I rub my hand through my hair and I look like, I look like Chris Farley from Tommy boy when he just like rips <laughs> his hair. <laughs> if I don't put, if I don't put two handfuls of gel in my hair in the morning, I look like simple Jack. We're making a blush over here. Oh my God. There it is. You have yeah, simple Jack is. right there. You make, yeah. you m- 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 make my pee pee tingle. <laughs> Uh, you never go full retard folks. Um, so what we were talking about, uh, my awful facial hair, this is Mm -hmm. as a collective, our, uh, as a collective, as the podcast, our facial hair is horrific. Yeah. Um, I can't grow it. And when I do, it looks, it looks terrible. I am, I actually am the epitome of neck beard because that's the facial hair just grows right here. Mm-hmm. And then I get like this count of Monte Cristo mustache going. Oh, that's a good look. Dan, Dan, yeah. Dan has landscaper must, uh, landscaper facial hair. It's <laughs> like a patchwork quilt. Thomas. <laughs> um, my facial hair over the, the entirety of this podcast has gotten less and less. Cause so when we yeah. started, I had my full Amish beard. Yeah. Yeah. That full Amish going on. That, man. What's that? A good look. You should have kept that. Yeah. Um, it, it was like, a. have grown it out like twice. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's not good. Um, <laughs> I don't have a full beard. I, uh, I have the Joe dirt where it grows in here and here and here and here, but not so much here where it really matters. The connect, I don't have the connections. Yeah. I have that. Like, uh, I do have like the Johnny Depp, like the, the, yeah, the real like Monte Cristo, but a little mo- yeah. a little bit fuller than I get, Dan's. I get the patch. I get the patch on oh, the bottom yeah. lip. Sometimes I'm like, I, I call that the Doc Antle. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, I'm always jealous of the guys who can grow in like real thick right in here. Yes. So it like surrounds the bottom of their lip. That's the one thing I. It's can't, mostly. I it's can't like walk. it's usually Middle Eastern guys or like guys that have like Middle Eastern or like Armenian heritage, and mm-hmm. black dudes. Black dudes or, either or have wildlings. Or what? Wildlings. Yeah, there's that. Or like wildlings. Yes. Yeah, he had it like straight up to his lip, like yeah. full beard. Um, Claudio Sanchez has that from Coheed. He has that big soul patch. Just, yeah, full, full soul part. patch. Yeah. But, um, uh, so uh, Keith is uh, like I mentioned, he's the uh, the bass player and uh, and vocalist for uh, the Color Fred, uh, who is fronted by uh, how do you say Fred's last name? Masherino. Masherino. Um, yeah. Most people would be uh, familiar with Fred from his days with uh, Taking Back Sunday, which Hurts. is uh, with it, it. And he was on the quintessential Taking Back Sunday album for me. Yeah. At least. Yeah. I mean, if you look at um, Tell All Your Friends, you, it's definitely. Where you, uh, he was on. Uh, oh, no, he was where you want to be. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, he was on uh, where you want to be. Yeah, and louder now. Which louder well, now wait, was, he was like their biggest. He did make it on them. I thought he was out before louder now. No, no, louder now was his last record, but that okay. record I think recently may have gone platinum. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's it's definitely been gold for a long time. So I was a huge uh, Terrible Things fan. Like yes. his uh, his band Terrible Things was awesome. He had uh, was he had Josh from. Uh, Cody, the drummer. Yeah, yeah, Josh Shepard, and he had uh, Andy Jackson from Hot Rod Circuit. Yes, that was a super group for me. I I enjoyed that immensely. Yeah, and their their bass player, Brian Weaver, is really good, too. Um, I don't know Brian personally, but friends of friends kind of a deal. But the color Fred, I mean, that's kind of been his like his steady project because he had that before oh, terrible yeah. things too, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he was doing he, the color Fred. He actually kind of had that before taking before he left Taking Back Sunday. So, how did you um, uh, get yeah. in touch with him? Um, so, Modern Suits, my old band, we recorded an EP and we did some shows with them with Terrible Things at the time, which was Fred in a different lineup. Yeah. Um, and then we did the EP, and oddly enough, I had a tryout four terrible things years ago and i botched it really bad because i learned everything in the wrong tuning oh um <laughs> you hate to see so, it happen yeah and so we were in the middle of recording the modern suits ep i did the tryout didn't go over well so we, and then we finished doing the ep which everything was fine it's whatever and then years later yeah fred was like i saw he was doing more music uh with the color fred stuff so i hit him up immediately and it was oops sorry <laughs> hit him up and um yeah. You know, we started talking again and then, um, I, it was cool because I got to bring in a couple other buddies of mine that I've wanted to play with for a while and stuff. Nice. So yeah, I remember, it really well. I remember, uh, you introduced me to Fred at, uh, at the note in Westchester mm-hmm. and I was like, I like, uh, I, yeah. I held it together, but on the inside I was like crumbling. Um, because mm-hmm. I was such a big Taken Back Sunday fan, you were like, "Hey, this is Fred," and I was like, oh, "Wait, was I there too?" Uh, I think you were, but I don't know if you were standing with me. Yeah, I remember that show. But yeah, the note I I met him at uh, the Polish Club when Terrible Things played there. When you guys Modern Suits played that show too, that was a good one. Yeah, that that was a last minute thing. Yeah, there was uh yeah something happened and we needed another band and they decided they ended up playing with us. No, it was a cool show, but. You're right. Um, that was the modern suit show. Yeah. 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 We, yeah, we played the note. I missed the note. The note was a really cool venue. That was a really um, cool venue. Yeah. yeah. But much like Every the rest of there. Bam, Mar- 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 <laughs> Bam Margera's life. It's all Get fucked it out, up. Tom. Yeah, there, there it is. Go. I'll take any chance to get on, to shit on Bam Margera. That guy sucks. He was like, he's like, I got to interrupt everybody right now to show yeah. Bam. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. Um, so uh, Keith and I, I, I met Keith through, uh, I shot a music video for uh, one of his old bands, uh, Me Against Myself. Um we shot a music video up in Long Island, right? Yeah, Port Jefferson, um, Long Island. Yeah. I love that music video. I don't know if you ever yeah, go back and a good one. Yeah, um, yeah. I met you through there, and uh, we've kind of stayed in contact every every so often. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, we probably talk more than <laughs> more than I talk to a lot of my really good friends. <laughs> I um, 
Yeah, I remember that was a it was an interesting shoot because we we went up and then like we we brought all of our equipment up and then uh my buddy Chris who I was shooting with, he was like, Oh yeah, we're just staying the night and then we're gonna shoot tomorrow. I was like, Oh, all right. <laughs> it's uh, kind of unexpected. We could have just drove up in the morning. Yeah. He's like, Nah, we're gonna stay overnight. And I was like, Okay, cool. Yeah, um, I remember I remember that shoot being like really just like, all right, let's go. And we, I think we did like two takes of the song and then Yeah. That was it. Yeah, it was like I think uh I think Greg uh laid drum tracks down in the morning and then Mm-hmm. And then we sh- we shot the video. Yeah, um, that was yeah, a, it. Was a fun shoot. Um, but yeah, I, Dan, how do you know? Uh, how do you? How are you familiar with Keith? The whole time you've been talking, I've been trying to figure out when I first met Keith, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I feel like, like I've known. I feel like I've known you forever, just in like the music scene, I guess. Yeah, that we've shared it because we've just hung out with like the same people over and over again. Mm. And I'm like, God, when did I first meet Keith? But I mean, obviously, with uh, the Me Against Myself stuff, and then Modern Suits later, um, yeah, we just had we had mutual bands that just kind of played in the same area together, so we were always at the same shows. So that's how I met Keith, I think. Yeah, am I'm, I am I right there? Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if it was a st- if uh, if it was like us playing with Stoked or what the deal was, but yeah, yeah, we we run this a lot of the same circles. So yeah, um, yeah. I have to keep like I have to keep uh, telling myself that I'm on camera this week because um, I w- haven't been on camera the last I think two weeks. Mm. Um, so I keep like checking myself. Like I'm I'm like fiddling with my double chin here and i'm like i, I look at myself in the camera you have I'm to like, get God, the right angle god like, damn it gotta hide all the swastikas behind you <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like blurring it out i'm like what are you blurring out right there what uh what paraphernalia don't, do you have behind don't look you back here real quick can you just uh just do a real quick chest check can you guys uh can you guys hear this actually no you couldn't no. hear it okay skype was not lying to me for some reason skype keeps kicking off my uh sound sharing uh, who do you think you are skype yeah this is why everybody is going to zoom they don't you know mind paying because you didn't make that phone call in regards to that key all right Tell oh me. yeah how about did now did you call customer service yeah how about this no no nothing all nothing. right just for the joke was that the juggalos and juggalettes yeah you're gonna have to call customer service here man i don't know what's going on yeah uh, they're definitely awake yeah we may have to we may have to start paying for uh for zoom this isn't this isn't a very good endorsement for skype how about now yep there There we go all right we got it all right um so we are uh we're all via skype right now um Mm -hmm. i'm in my home studio and uh and keith and dan are via skype again uh which is our quarantine chronicles um uh so you know, Keith, you are uh, you're a business owner uh, with your Gravity Enclosures business, mm-hmm. um, which you do uh, speaker enclosures or like uh, amp enclosures. Uh, speaker and amp enclosures, uh, mainly speaker enclosures, uh, kind of custom whatever somebody's looking for. Um, I have a specific sort of look that I go for, but as far as like spec, size, everything like that, I can kind of customize them and you know build them to whatever the customer needs. And that kind of started out as like a woodworking hobby and kind of took off to be a business or was it always like you had that in mind to be a business? Um, 
it was more like woodworking. I uh, I did a lot of like stage crew and uh, play production in high school, and then what a fucking dork nerd. <laughs> yeah, nerd. Well, a lot of black. Um, uh, but yeah, listen no, to a I, lot of I, Cure. I, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I went to I went to college, and then um, you know, I just working for a while and didn't really have the space to do anything. And then we, we, we rented a place that actually had an attached two car garage. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to start doing a little bit of woodworking here and there. So I started doing some stuff and then I just, anything I, anything I get into, I get like crazy into. So, you know, just, just obsessed with it as you were going. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of exploded from there. So then I was, I like, do like the unique it. style of uh, your amps. So you were saying you have that particular, I guess it's like the, um, the, uh, I guess the port on the outside, like mm-hmm. coming out, you have a certain angle that you like to have all of your stuff kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, you know, that like that, the shape can kind of change depending on the, depending on the size of the cab. But, um, yeah, it was just something I, th- I saw, like I was drawing out a couple of different designs for somebody else who wanted me to rehouse a, um, like a fender amp. And, uh, I drew this, I drew up that design and I was like, well, I'm going to keep that for myself. And then, <laughs> you know, cause I really liked it. And I was like, ah, oh, it's, it's cool. It's, it's classy. And it's, I don't know. It doesn't like, doesn't interfere with any of the sound and it's not gimmicky. It's just, it's just, a yeah, solid it's a clean look, look which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's my big thing. I like I like I like things that have a very clean sort of I don't know vibe to them, and just have this kind of like timeless look. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely cool looking. Thanks, You're pulling them right now. <laughs> so how how has uh, has the quarantine like affected your business with that? Um, on that, no, because well, it's I mean the quarantine is actually helped out a little bit because I've had a lot more time to work on it. Cause it's, it's, I own it, but it's been my side thing for, you know, as pretty much as long as I've been running it and I do everything by myself. So finding time to do it all the time is a little tough, um, you know, with working a regular job and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, since the quarantine, since everything was forced to shut down in PA essentially, um, yeah, I've just been doing that a lot and been able to get things out a lot faster. Are you, are you, uh, like out of work right now? Are you, uh, working from home? Yeah. Out of work right now. Um, my family business, which, um, you know, we haven't shut down in 45 years since my grandfather started it. Um, yeah, we had to close our doors cause we were, we wow. had to. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of a weird time right now for everybody. Like, you know, cause it's family business, you know, my parents are involved, my sister's involved. Right. You know, so it's, it's, um, I don't know. I think it'll be fine, but it's just, you know, it's just a really weird time right now. It's a weird adjustment. Um, and yeah, none of us, none of us have been out of it. Yeah. I'm ever, sitting at my, you know, uh, really. So it's, you know, it's weird. Yeah. It is weird. I'm sitting at my work desk in my basement. Like mm-hmm. I had to bring everything home with me. So like I had a desk set up just for like, you know, video editing, doing podcast stuff. And now I've got like a second laptop chilling here for work. That's like plugged in. Yeah. And it's, I had to turn down my phone actually, because I was getting like work calls in mm-hmm. like, at like, it was last night at like 1130. One of my customers is calling me like, I'm going to be available. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Wait, last no. night as yeah. in Saturday night. Well, we're recording on Sunday, which this will come out Thursday. So, uh, 
Yeah. So Saturday, little little time jump back to the future. But um, yeah, someone you like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, someone was calling me like, I know I have like West Coast clients, but I'm like, are you serious? It's like Saturday night. Like I'm not here. (laughs) I mean, 1130, it's still what, 830 on the West Coast. So it's it's not like, yeah, it's a Saturday night. (laughs) It's not business hours for them. Yeah. (laughs) Right. After even if you're open on Saturdays, like after five o'clock, it should be just kind of generally accepted that it's an email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we got all all uh, aspects of the uh, the spectrum here because I go to work every day. I'm I'm essential. Yeah. Um, so he's a very important person. Yeah. Uh, don't look at me any different. Um, but uh, yeah, so I I mean I go to work every day, and I've had a couple people like ask me like, Hey, you know, that sucks that you have to go to work every day. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm getting a, a steady paycheck. I'm, I'm right. good. Like I, I'm not at home going crazy. Like some people, like I'm good with where, where I'm at. So absolutely insane. Yeah. I'm going insane. Yeah. I have no I, windows as you can tell. I, That's- yeah, there's a couple things. So my, my girlfriend has actually been home probably a week and a half, two weeks longer than I have. Um, and she hasn't gone anywhere besides like bike ride, like doing bike rides. Um, she hasn't driven her car in like probably almost a month at this point. Um, so I can't imagine that, um, being, yeah, it's, it's very bittersweet. It's nice having like the time off of work, but it's also sucks because it's like, you know, for me, especially like the investment is like, so it's my family business. And if, things were to go south, like it's going to be a problem for me and the rest of my family. Right. Yeah. You know, if you it's me, it's, if it, yeah, if it's just me, it's whatever I can, you know, I'd you land, land on your on feet. feet. Yeah. And I can figure something out, but, um, yeah, yeah. It's just a weird time, you know, and I think, I think we'll all be fine and we'll all get through this, but yeah, it's just a really weird adjustment right now. Um, yeah. Can you imagine all like the, I mean, there's already a ton of memes right now, but like when this is all said and done, just like the stuff like, Hey guys, remember 2020? That was crazy. It's like, it's going to just overload the internet. Yeah. That, and I think, I think if we can get it under control, you know, by the summer or whatever, if, if we're allowed out of quarantine by the fall, it's going to be a crazy fall. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be great for movies and music and all kinds of entertainment. Yeah, there's going to be festivals um, like but, shows are going to explode like for bands. It's going to be oh, yeah. it's going to be one every weekend. Like they're not even going to spread it out anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm very <laughs> curious as to how like what the long term ramifications of this are like how like everybody is adjusting like what what really goes back to normal like how many people are going to be work from home full time like our business yeah. is going to see the advantage of having not having people in the office like all day every day. Um, you know, uh, things are going to be, are the businesses are going to realize that like some things are, uh, more popular now, like, uh, like movie companies are releasing their, their movies straight to on demand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that, is that becoming more financially viable for them? You know, does that, is that a thing that happens now? It gets released to theaters and on demand. Um, yeah, I mean they don't have to do the distribution of you know anything, really. Yeah, uh, they like, just have to have have it on the server and you can watch it. Like what businesses are around that we had you know a couple months ago that may not exist after this whole thing? Right. Yeah, I mean 
it's tough. I mean, I know restaurants are going to get their asses handed to them. Um, but I, I really, I like the idea of them like staying open and doing curbside and all that stuff for a while. But I know of some that have just shut down because like, even with curbside, they just can't keep it. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, going, yeah. it's not viable. But also how much does this, how much does this help, uh, some businesses like, uh, like some breweries that, uh, that do curbside, they had to, to get themselves ready. They had to set up like online ordering, um, mm-hmm. and, and doing deliveries. Like what, how does that affect their long-term business? Like, does that become a better thing? Cause like if I can order beer online and just stop at the brewery and like pick it up, yeah. I, I, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. You, you have to have one hell of an aesthetic to keep people coming to your brewery after this then, because like people are getting so used to just taking it home that right. like, people aren't going to want to go there and just play Django. You're going to have to put, you're going to have to put like performers there. You're going to have to put something there. It's going to keep people in the seats. I, see, I don't know. Um, I don't know how true that is. Cause I think uh, the people that are going to craft breweries are, would much rather have, um, you know, a beer at the brewery, like out of the tap than have something canned. Mm-hmm. So I think that's yeah. always going to be there. I think yeah, like, I mean I, I like a fresh one, but sometimes like uh, I'm a can man. I love I love getting that four pack and heading home sometimes. Um, I mean they they we might see uh you know some it might like the families going to to uh craft breweries dwindle down. You know, that might not be so much a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's very possible. I think I mean I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think after this is all said and done, people are going to find every excuse to get out of the house. Yes. I also think <laughs> I, I I also think it's going to make people prioritize things a little differently. I hope yep. at least yeah. Um, for certain things, I don't want I don't want everybody to just become homebodies and just you know until they screw all the restaurants, all the bars, and everything that's open. But I do think people are going to be a little more mindful of. At least a good amount of people are going to be a little more mindful of, you know, how they're spending their money all the time and, you know, and the the time that they're committing to their family members, time they're committing to social activities and stuff like that. So it's going to get it's going to be a really weird time after this is all said and done. I don't know. I mean, this might come off completely asinine uh, and I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, and I, I understand like the I'm not saying that this is a good thing at all uh the you know this virus is extremely serious and it scares the yeah. shit out of me being you know out out in the public every day mm-hmm. um but uh i'm the quarantine has been awesome for me <laughs> yeah. yeah some people have I, been doing really well with it i'm 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 a homebody uh mm-hmm. i'm you know this is where dan and i differ uh greatly is i'm a homebody i like my house uh oh, i like uh, I would, it, this is a great excuse because my wife is way different than me. She always wants to go out and I'm like, uh, I just want to chill. Um, see, but I get, a, see, I like my house too, Tom. I mean, <laughs> like, I just <laughs> like to, I like fresh air. Like I like to get out there and like, I don't know if I, I get cabin fever when I'm inside too much. Yeah, I think I just you, like to be outside. You know, I get enough fresh air, air out in my backyard or mowing my lawn, choring as it were. Sure. Um, How are the lines looking out there? Looking good. Oh, looking real stellar. Uh, the chore in this weekend was, ah, 
just perfect. <laughs> uh, you know, I, just because now I have the time, I can get up at my own pace. You know, I got some pressure washing done, got some lawn mowing done. Our, our mid thirties, right here, just like talking about how great it was to pressure wash. Yeah. Oh my god, so satisfying. <laughs> I pressure washed my whole my patio and, or my uh, my porch and my walkway. I too did a little pressure washing. It was great. It was it was glorious. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> are you guys you guys picking up any hobbies? while you're uh or thinking about picking up any hobbies while you're uh you're quarantining good dude. Uh, i uh I, I haven't i there is a guitar behind me as you can see mm-hmm. it's still in the case um every now and then i pick it up and i hit a couple chords uh i'm a drummer by trade so i'm trying to do guitar now and then when i can um a lot of my hobbies, like I said, like I'm not a homebody. A lot of my hobbies involve being outside of the house. So a lot of my hobbies are kind of suffering right now for me. Um, skateboarding, snowboarding was like an abrupt stop because they closed all the mountains right away. So, um, it's been me just trying to get used to doing stuff in the house. I've been focusing on yard work more. So like doing that, but hobbies, uh, guitar, I've been trying to pick that up. Keith. Nice. Um, I've just been trying to write a lot more, um, play a lot more. Um, it's weird because yeah, I have all this free time and I I don't know. It's, Oh, it's always a thing where it's like, Oh, if I had more time, I'd do this thing. And I already have plenty of stuff to do. And I already, I already feel like I stretch my time out, um, pretty far, but it's been nice. Kind of just like, you know, I'll get up, I'll eat, I'll do something. And then I'll be like, yeah, I'm just going to play guitar for like two hours. And then, and then I'd just do something else and then binge watch something. And, you know, um, I don't think I don't think I've really been doing much more than like cleaning or, um, yeah, just kind of reorganizing things. But I don't think any new hobbies. Okay. So, Tom, um, how's the needlework? Is it good? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my cross stitch down real well. So many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I uh. I'm the kind of person that like, I, I pick up a, a lot of hobbies. Um, like I'll challenge myself. Um, mm-hmm. so I'll do, I'll do things where like, Oh, can I do this? Uh, and then I'll, I'll try and do it and see if I can do it. Uh, and spoiler alert, most of the time I can, cause I'm pretty awesome. Um, but, uh, so I, I and I also always need like some kind of creative outlet. Like if I'm not mm-hmm. doing something to, you know, output my creativity. Like, uh, you know, I put everything into this podcast because it's like, this is my creative output. You know, I love recording, getting ready for it. We put, we do our notes during the week. I I don't think I've ever texted Dan more than I have. I was about to say you you text me more than my wife now. I mean, I know like we're home together now, but like, even before that, I'm like, wow, he is texting me. Like, (laughs) it's almost like, good morning, Dan. I'm like, Oh, I gotta, I wake up every morning to a text from Tom. You get my, Hey, beautiful text. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But now I'm like, uh, you know, I, I, I have this and I, I put a lot more into this, I feel like, and our Instagram page and um trying to figure out ways to to expand our our podcast. But uh uh you know, that's one thing that I can do. Uh I've gotten into video games uh a little bit more. Like I I before I didn't really have much time to really jump into dive into games. Um so I've been like hitting the Animal Crossing pretty hard. Um <laughs> And I just recently picked up a uh, rocket league. Um, so if you're on rocket league, uh, find me, I, my, 
rocket ID tag is a uh, BBF pod. Uh, so it's BBF uh, POD. That's all right. It came through the, uh, it came through the, uh, the, the recording. Um, it came through the recording. Yeah. Aww. It was Southtown, uh, by the way, spoiler alert. Um, Southtown by POD. Yeah. So, uh, hit me up on there. But, uh, the other thing I'm trying where I'm challenging myself is, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to start, I think I'm going to start a, uh, a sourdough starter and see if I can get that going. I'm gonna start baking bread. Oh, like, uh, like Tom Papa. Yeah. I'm going to be a bed bacon a bed bacon bread bread bacon there you go get it something out Tom. boy i don't know um my camera just shut off um but no, yeah. you're still on here i can see you i'm frozen though right uh, yeah frozen. Uh, i think my my uh <laughs> i think my battery just died um <laughs> which is a, a awesome place to get into our beer uh for this week um you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a yeasty boy Oh my God. That was a better one. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, it was much better. Boy, it was God damn it, Keith. We had you on this podcast for, for a reason. <laughs> this, um, is, this is, this is why we needed you. My, my pun game is pretty strong. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our beer. Um, mm-hmm. So, before I toss it over to Dan, I got to do our plug. Uh, we are on Untapped. Uh, Untapped is an app that you can get on. Uh, uh, iOS or Android. Um, it's a beer rating app. Uh, you can follow us and, uh, find out which beers we are drinking, what we rated it. Um, you know, toast us, whatever. Um, yeah, every episode we have our featured beer. We put that featured beer right on untapped. So if you can follow along, you can look back on past episodes, yeah. see what we've uh, drank so far and check out our ratings and everything. Yeah, man. Uh, uh we you can follow us at best best friends pod that's at best best friends pod that's better tom yep <laughs> so again that's best best friends pod uh <laughs> and then dan is going to tell us a little bit about our beer today yeah so uh for episode 11 i uh, decided to go local yet again and we're looking at uh pendulum stop surprise, by in river beer yeah. Surprise, surprise. So this is Hidden River Beer. Um, they're out of Douglasville, Pennsylvania. Um, just to kind of a little bit of a lead up before we start talking about Pendulum Stop. Um, if you've ever, uh, Keith, have you ever been to Hidden River? No. All right. So Hidden River Brewery is probably in my top five breweries to visit. Like you must visit this place. Um, it's basically at the old Britain Lodge in uh, Douglasville, which is a it's basically a haunted mansion. So the brewery is built into a, a haunted house. So when you go there to drink, you, they, you know, go ahead. Do they do um, like events around Halloween? Do they do the ghost um, tours? Do ghost tours? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a place do. there's a place up by there that I went to for a um, like in a sort of an escape room thing. And I'm wondering if it's the same place or not. I don't know, but it doesn't sound familiar. So probably not. Hi, Tom. Oh, hey, Tom's back. Hey, <laughs> I'm back. Oh, but yeah, so the brewery is inside of a uh, inside of a haunted house. So you basically when you walk through the doors, um, you, your first stop is obviously the bar. You can see what's on tap. Um, I went dance style with my beers today. I put them in a lunch <laughs> bag. Ah, nice. <laughs> so uh, so basically when you walk in, you get your beer. 
and you just start walking through basically a haunted house. It's fully decorated. There's a library. There's a uh, there's like an old like 1930s style like prohibition bar room where you could just kind of hang out, low lights and everything. It's talk it's to the creepy. ghost bartender like uh, like The Shining. Like The Shining, yeah, dude, it's creepy but fun at the same time. Um, yeah. So it's it's one of my top five breweries to visit because of the aesthetic. Um, and but they to, they originally oh, uh, they originally did not have a kitchen. It was all uh, it was all like BYO food. Yeah. Um, and they recently, not recently, recently, but like within the last yeah. year or two, they opened up their kitchen. And mm-hmm. I've heard it's been that, a little bit longer. Yeah, has it? Uh, yeah, but, but I heard their uh, their food is uh, is a banger. Yeah, so it's all farm-to-table food uh, there. Um, everything that you eat at Hidden River comes from Pennsylvania. It's like so, the perfect ex- nice. aesthetic of Chester County. It's like a, a craft brewery with farm-to-table food. It's like that's just Chester County right there. So yeah. so get this. The last time I ate there, it's it's been a while with like having the kid and everything. We haven't gone out there in quite some time. But the uh, the last time we were there, they had this guava IPA. And we're like – it had this other fruit in it. I forget what it was called, but we're, we're talking about the beer at the, at our table and this old gentleman and his wife walk over and they're talking about this. There was certain fruit that was in there with the guava. And he's like, Oh, we supplied the fruit that goes into this beer. And we're just like, Oh, that's pretty cool. He pulls one out of his pocket and cuts it up for us so we can have the fresh, like he was just hanging out there. And that he had farmer the died and- 150 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Dun, dun, dun. he like he cut it up for us and then he just walked in the next room and you never saw him again yes so (laughs) you had the shits for four days after that but yeah, it's it's one of the best experiences. Crazy guy's pocket. Yeah, yeah. He's like, let me cut this up for you. He, he pulled out a rusty, bloody knife and cut it up for us and everything. You know, I made this. There yeah. you go. He was like, you won't be able to find the antidote and walked away. <laughs> That's not a knife, sir. That's a screwdriver. Yeah, I seen you played knifey screwdriver before. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, circling back around, I mean, great brewery to visit, but uh, we'll focus on uh, Pendulum Stop here, which is a uh, double IPA, 8.5%. Surprise, Dan brought another double IPA to the (laughs) uh, podcast. So (laughs) Um, from their untapped uh, profile for this beer, uh, Pendulum Stop, a tasty double IPA hopped with New Zealand Cascade. So some more uh, of those hops coming from New Zealand and Australia. I'm not even going to try and uh, pronounce this other hop here. It looks like it's Equinox and Citra that conjures up notes of orange blossom, pithy sweet citrus flesh, peach sorbet, rich sappy resins, and hyacinth. Hyacinth, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say it. I think it's like a flower, right? Hyacinth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, but yeah, um, this beer I had tonight with dinner because I wanted to, uh, I wanted to get acclimated to it before we try it. Um, this is a good one. This is a classic small batch from hidden river. So, um, I think we should get down to pouring these. Let's get it. I'll stop Let's talking. Do Let's do it. All right. Give it a old crack. Give it the crack. Oh, there's a good one. Always good. All right. We'll pour. We'll pour action here. Oh, notice how it's all pouring into the can because it's not a crowler. Uh, we'll talk about that on the next uh, the next episode. We have crowlers, so we have some good uh, stuff lined up about that. Um, that I I did I did a deep dive into how to pour a crowler after being embarrassed on the last episode. So we'll talk about that uh, another time, another time. But uh, yeah, cheers, guys. 
Yeah. Sláinte. Oh, still pouring over there. Yeah. Got it. Heady. Yes. Very heady. Uh, I love Hidden River has a taste to all of their beers. Um, obviously, you get a lot of that um, orange blossom, peach sorbet, and the citrus right off the bat. But those those hops really hit you at the back end with this beer. <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm I'm checking I'm checking haze level. Uh, yeah, because I, I need to start haze checking Dan with all his claims of being a hazy boy. Yeah. Um, hazy boy. Can you see through this beer? Absolutely not. What's funny is uh, for a long time, I did not like IPAs. It's probably because they were being overhyped to me. But once I found like really good hazy IPAs or something with like, as you guys call them, the juicy IPA, uh, they're fantastic. And they have a really good flavor to them. I feel yeah. like that's a common occurrence with most uh, most people that are getting into IPAs now is that um, the IPAs that people were drinking before were, you know, the Sierra Nevadas, the West Coast IPAs, um, the American style IPAs where they're, you know, uh, very, very uh, clear, very see through. Um, yes. They were, weren't very hazy, uh, not juicy. It's very hop heavy. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what I grew up on, baby. Yeah, I forget. Uh, I forget which uh, which of our guests said that it tastes like cat piss, but uh, um, but yeah, now that they're you know with, with uh, the New England style kind of blowing up, um, you get just yeah, uh, you get that like juicy. Yeah. Um, you get a lot more citrus flavor to it. Um, it, it I think that's become uh, much more palatable for people. I oh just yeah. Thought- caught myself in the uh in the screen here skype just staring at my beer while you were talking because it's got a delay <laughs> so i was like i looked up and i'm like still looking at the beer and i'm like oh wow is that how obsessed i am as you're talking about this i'm just like yeah yeah this this is really good yeah it um oh god it uh it definitely uh up front you get that um that floral um kind of flavor to it um, yeah i definitely get uh like a, a, de- a huge floral flavor to it um, that kind of rolls into a bit of a citrus flavor and then finishes with a nice earthy, uh, a nice earthy finish to it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Uh, I like that assumption. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really good. Yeah. yeah I, th- I get the, I get the hops right at the end and that's what mm-hmm. I like about it. And I think with like a lot of the hazy, uh, IPAs, they put those oats in it where it kind of cuts the, uh, cuts the hops at the end. So it's not as, uh, it's not as bitter, but this has a nice like citrusy bitterness with the hops at the end. Mm-hmm. And I like it a lot. Yeah. I think, I think it, it kind of, you get that orange blossom, um, orange blossom and like, uh, the resins up front. Yep. And it kind of, it kind of hypes up to that, the peach sorbet and you get that like a, uh, with the citra mixed in with it. And then that's you, exactly you what it definitely is, yeah. get. Yeah. You definitely get the, the cascade at the end. Yep. Yeah. This is a great choice. I think it's a very uh, sophisticated beer, just like what you're wearing today. I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> it's very complex, but in a delicious way. Yeah. It's really easy and it could really get you in trouble. Yeah. Uh, is it 8.5? I didn't see that before. And that's, it's a good thing to know. So I can pace myself a little bit. Oh, howdy uh, doody 8.5. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. They, uh, they, I don't think it's on, is it on the can? I don't know. 
because I believe I had to look it up on untapped to find the, okay. uh, to find that. So yeah, you, uh, you definitely want to watch these beers with every yeah. A's boy. Um, they are dangerous cause they're tasty. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I think, what, I think this might've been the first beer that I, I texted Dan and was like, I'm so hyped to have this beer tonight. Like it yeah, was, I was pretty stoked. On I'm this very, as well. so, I was very wow. excited because this is my first uh, venture into Hidden River. Um, mm-hmm. really? Even considering them, they're like ten minutes down the road from me. Yeah, this never, is your first Hidden River beer. Yeah, they don't oh, really yeah. distribute their beers, so you know I don't really get them anywhere. Um, yeah, small batch brews uh, from Hidden River, um, but I am honored to be both of your firsts, guys. Yes, Bob this is, cherry. I hope I hope I went easy on you. Oh no, you got real deep in that gut. Sorry. I used to, um, yeah, I think my problem with IPAs before was like the ultra hoppy ultra, just kind of like, it just felt like it sucked all the moisture out of my, out of my mouth when I was drinking it. And it just like, it just tastes like I was chewing on hops and I, it was so gross. They start putting um, that juice in. It just makes yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I, yeah, I, I used to be 100% against IPAs. Um, and that's all everybody was drinking for a long, long time. Um, so yeah, this is a this is a really nice. Yeah, I um I'm right there with you, Keith. Like I I remember uh you know trying to get into IPAs, and I remember Dan's Dan's always been in IPAs. It's uh, been a tough. It was a it was a rocky friendship at first. Um, <laughs> but we, that's uh, that's how I became a stouty boy. Um, <laughs> so uh you know are you I got a stout guy. I am a stout guy. Yeah, see that's people were pushing IPAs, and I'm like. I like stouts. I like stouts, but eventually yeah. I got to the point where stouts are like, it's too heavy for a, a <laughs> lot of, a lot of stouts and the stouts yeah. I like are like super high percentage. Yeah. So aged and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like dragon's milk, stuff like that. And you have like a little bit and you're just on your ass. Yeah. Like it I puts would, me to sleep. So I, I mean, I, yeah. I always go, I'm very, uh, flavor oriented. So I was always going mm-hmm. like stout. Like I like the coffee and the chocolate flavors of it. Yep. Um, and then I moved into like, I really got into like uh farmhouse ales and saisons and, uh, and sours. Cause I, I started to get into that more like a uh, citrus type of, uh, uh, of taste. And then Dan just kept hammering into me like, Oh, you gotta, you gotta get into IPAs. And then he started introducing me to, uh, to, uh, new England style. And I, haven't turned back since. Yeah. Yes. I've been a, uh, I've been an IPA guy probably since I started with craft beer. Um, I've, I don't know. I think it, it came from being like a, a whiskey guy. Cause I always liked the bite at the end of like, that's why I drank whiskey. And I think with like IPAs, it was like the whiskey of beer for me. Always had that bite where I was like, Ooh, that was good after every like sip. Yeah. I, I can I, see that. And I think what really, uh, really tells me that I would have liked the, that I like the new England style is that like my favorite IPA and really the only IPA that I really enjoyed drinking was, uh, before I started getting in all this hazy stuff was a uh, grapefruit sculpin from yes. Dallas point. Um, yeah. I really loved like the, the grapefruit mixed with the, the hops, like the bitterness, like the, that bitter. Yeah. Yeah. The citrus, but the citrus kind of, canceled out the bitterness of were worked well together. Yeah. It didn't dry out your tongue as much as like a yeah. standard IPA right there. Yeah. That. yeah I mean, but, I, I never got into like the Sierra Nevada, like or like the tour, you know, Sierra Nevada regular paleo or like the, uh, torpedo, like just couldn't get into them. Um, but the hazy uh, yeah. things is really good. 
I will say the hate it's kind of it's in the same vein as yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a movement. Um Tom, I don't know if you've noticed, but um our uh beer Cicerone from a previous episode. I've Scissor been doing judge. the double Yeah, the scissor judge himself, uh Ben. I've been doing the double sip with this. Um and the double sip definitely does work with uh getting that full flavor profile. I'm trying double sip. What's that? What's the double sip? So oh. the double sip for yeah, um these type of beers as our um, resident beer Cicerone or scissor judge, as we like to call him, uh, Ben told us with these, uh, with these types of beers, it's always good to have like a small initial sip and then go with a full sip after that. So the, mm-hmm. the small first sip opens up your palate. Okay. Um, so you're not like kind of shocking your palate by taking that big gulp. Gotcha. You get the peach. If you try it right now, I guarantee you're going to get the peach sorbet at the end. It's crazy. Try it right now and tell me you don't get that peach sorbet at the end of that second sip. Sorbet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but it's delicious. I always yeah, catch myself. I always catch myself. I take that big, uh, that big first sip yeah. and then I'm like, fuck, I, I was supposed to take a small sip. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it a couple of times where I'm like, God damn it. Uh, but I'm rolling cans every day though. Every, every day I'm rolling the cans for the sediment. Like he, he showed us. So like, if you nice. get these hazy boys, you're supposed to roll them before you crack them. So, you know, it mixes the sediment around on the top, especially when there's a, like a large hop profile, like a beer like yeah. this. But, um, yeah, another, uh, another banger from hidden river. Um, yeah. their small batch, uh, I would, I put, I would say, you know, I'm a haze boy. They're uh, small batch boys right there. Um, if you look up this beer on untapped their first check-in was actually this week for this beer, which tells you that they do have some recurring beers, but a lot of them, they're, you know, they're small batches. They're putting yeah. out these yeah. the first check-in releases and everything. The first check-in was like 40 minutes after you told me that you picked it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Literally, it was probably the oh, guy that man. was in the parking lot next to me who uh, turned to the side and just kind of gave me the nod. I was like, this guy's going on untapped and he's drinking in his car right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a trooper. Sir, that's 8.5%. There are yeah, no. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's like, there are no road. rules. Quarantine. Yeah. He just, yeah. he just. There's no cops on the road right reverse. now. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, when I was choring today, I was, uh, I was steady drinking, uh, goose IPAs and, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. And it was, it was in, uh, I had like the full intent of, uh, I'm going to drink that garbage. So this would be even more intensified. There we go. Because goose Island is garbage and every single one of them exploded on me. (laughs) <laughs> fresh out of the box fresh out of the box you yeah. guys don't like goose island at all i used to before yeah. they got bought by anheuser here we go beer snobs yeah we used okay. to like no <laughs> I, I i get it now i i'll agree with you that it sounds snobby but it is it, it really did come sure. down to um you know when Anheuser first bought them. It was going to be, oh, we're just going to distribute your, it's only going to be a distribution deal. But then the brewmaster left and they stopped doing more complex stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I used to be a real big uh, stand for uh, Goose Island. Um, Sophie was one of my favorite farmhouse ales. Uh, Oh, yeah. You're all into those. Yeah. They, I mean, they used to do cool stuff like Sophie and Matilda and, and you just don't, really get cool stuff from them anymore it's really just cookie cutter yeah it's it's bud heavies with extra hops yep it's uh 
what was that? Uh, Sam Adams had one that like the rebel IPA or something. Yeah, rebel IPA. Oh, that was, ah, oh, they, they missed the mark on that. I, I just remember being like, and they don't land this mount on this one, folks. Yeah. And I just remember being like, I'm not going to drink this. <laughs> I yeah. think I had, I think I had a bottle of Sophie that I was like saving and I stuck it in my fridge. Uh, and at this point I was living with my buddy Warren and I was specifically aging it, like stuck it in the fridge, aging it. And I was like, don't touch this. And then, um, Owen actually, it was, it was given to Owen cause Owen was looking for a beer Mark and Owen. Yeah. And Warren was just like, yeah, you can drink that. And I, and like a couple of days later, I'm looking through the fridge and I don't see the bottle in there. I'm like, where's that bottle? He's like, oh, Owen drank it. And I was like, why? <laughs> you know, That's like the uh, black I, ops I, we used to keep yeah, in our fridge. I have I'm a probably aging it for like a year, year and a half at that point. So I have a, I have a very similar story, a little bit more tragic. Um, so I, uh, I got my hands on a bottle of black ops for, by uh, Brooklyn Brewing, um, mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was living at home with my parents, um, and I you know if if you're familiar with black ops, black ops is a it's a very limited release. They put out a thousand cases of bombers, so you can only get it in bomber style, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's bourbon barrel aged. Uh, it's stout. freaking delicious. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's um, actually the first stout I ever liked right there. So I um, I was like, all right, well, uh, I've heard you're supposed to age, age this for at least a year because it really brings out the the whiskey or the bourbon yeah, flavors the bourbon of it. it. really comes out, yeah. Um, so I stuck it in the back of my parents' fridge, and I was like, I'm going to age it for a year, and then I'll be done. Um, and in the meantime, uh, this is when I moved to New York, and so I moved – and forgot the beer and just left it in my parents' fridge. And then I came back, I came back home for the holidays and I was like, Oh shit. You know, uh, new year's Eve. I was like the perfect time to crack this, uh, this, stout and i uh i went in my in, in the, the fridge sad I'm, music's just playing in the back yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this right and now. i'm searching i'm searching around for it and i was like what the i was like what the hell uh why did you take a snapshot i didn't mean to i was just trying to see what this button was <laughs> um so I'm, I'm searching around the fridge and i was like um oh, maybe it's out in the out in the outside fridge so i went out there and looked around and then finally i was like dad, what's going on? Like, where have you seen this beer? And he was like, Oh yeah. The beer that was in the back of the fridge. Yeah. I drank that. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I've been aging that. And he was like, he's like, yeah, you weren't missing much. It was okay. And I was like, no, it's, it's a limited release and they don't, announce when they're going to release it they just uh, put it so out drop it. yeah the level and, of sadness when you came home that oh, oh my god oh my god i was i was charlie brown in it <laughs> it's like uh, that sad like hulk music when he's trying to hitch a ride at the end of the episode yeah. <laughs> um I, and i i told i told that story to uh the brewmaster at brooklyn when i went mm-hmm. uh, when i went to the brewery there and he was, was that like, when i went to yeah and yeah, he I was like, that. that fucking sucks. And I was like, when are you guys going to do it again? He was like, can't tell you. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. He did this sad, sad story to him to try and get like more information. And the guy's like, yeah. nope, not going to tell you. And luck, luckily enough, when when I moved back to PA and I moved in with Dan, we found I found two bottles of it at Bistro on Bridge of all places. 
yeah, just sitting there, which I, has become quite the craft beer mecca. Yeah, yeah. But before that, when it was a tranny bar, uh, it was uh, Jester's. Was it Jitters or Jester's then too? It was Club. Oh yeah, no, it was before his Club Two Two One Two O Two or something like that. Well, Two One Two was up top, but before Bistro used to be called like Jester's. Remember they had the pool table and everything. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember. <laughs> no. I don't remember that at all. But uh, I paid an exorbitant amount for two bottles, but it was well worth it because <laughs> I got one to crack right away and then one. Yeah. that Dan and I aged for, I think two years or something. We've drank it on the day that we moved out of our apartment. Yeah. We shared it and were immediately hammered. Yeah. <laughs> like we split it and we're still hammered. It was like drinking whiskey, like yeah. straight up bourbon. We had to put it in like, uh, like a tumbler. Mm-hmm. I remember because we were just like drinking it like it was whiskey. So up in Port Jefferson, that was the first time I had Goose Island. Cause we found this little place that sold like, high-end beers or whatever um and i remember my old drummer nick bought some sort of dogfish head and it was like a 16 percent stout and literally three of us split it back at the studio and we were just just drunk just it just hit us real hard in the head yeah, those stouts can get uh get real dangerous they're dangerous i usually mm-hmm. have a stout like a barrel aged stout is usually kind of like my christmas go-to like this year i was i was a haze boy this year but usually i'm a i'm a barrel aged stout guy around christmas because mm-hmm. i like i like a dark heavy beer by the fire and all that and i like getting it's that winter nice, beer yeah i like getting that bourbon buzz going with that and everything that you get with uh, with those beers. Dan shamed me enough that I, I don't think I drank a, a single stout during the during this uh, the winter. No, we did. We drank stouts with Mike. Come on, man. We had a whole. Yeah, but that's not winter. Eh, it was winter. It was like February. It was winter. <clears throat> now it's just semantics. Um, <laughs> let's get into uh let's get into our, our ratings and then we can move on and check out some cool videos because I have a plethora. All right. Well tell us about our rating system, Tom. Yeah. So um we, we moved away from my rating system, which I think was vastly superior. But um it was terrible. We um we moved to the untapped uh un the untapped rating system, which is uh a rating system out of five and it's in quarter increments. So does that make sense, Keith? Yep. So uh, we're going to rate that using the untapped uh, rating system. And uh, if you want to follow along with our ratings, you can follow us at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P.O.D. Yep. Uh, at Best Best Friends Pod. All right. Um, so we always kick it off with our guest because we're super cordial like that. Uh, Keith. When you dress so well. Um. That's just yeah, so perfect. I, mean, I feel like I really like this and I've also had a, a hankering for something just like this recently. And because of the quarantine, I've been really, you know, strict about where I go and what I, you know, the people I run into. Um, yeah, I'd probably give this like a four two five. Very okay. nice. Very nice. I like four, that. I'm I'm teetering four two five four five. I just don't I don't I don't know what I would do a five on, but this is pretty up there. Danny boy. I like it. I like it. Um so yeah, I mean I've been pretty uh, careful on my beer selections as well. 
um, to go with Keith. I, I sat in Keith's driveway and wiped this down with a Clorox wipe before he, I gave it to him. So uh, this is a nice sanitary beer and they were very um, hidden river did a bang up job providing social distancing and very clean sanitary beer takeout. So big ups to them. Um, this isn't my first go around. This is, this isn't my first rodeo with uh, hidden river. I've had a lot of their beers. Um, I'm a steady four guy when it comes to hidden river. Um, there hasn't been something that I've rated from Hidden River that was below a four. Um, every single one of their beers is, uh, honestly, all their small batches are perfection in my mind. Dan, um, name any beer that you've rated on this show that it wasn't below a four. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, Tom, it was a stout. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm giving this guy, this guy's my steady four right here. Um, I've had, I've had amazing beers from Hidden River that I've probably given a five. This is still fantastic. So I'm going to give this a four. It's not the best one I've had from there, but it's still an amazing beer. All right. I like it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's been proven, uh, and called out a couple times on this, on this podcast. I am a, yeah, you're a middle of the road bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an overly critical person. Um, I do. I like middle of the road bitch more. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, I like to think that I'm overly critical. I like to analyze, uh, my beers, um, in a certain way. And I, I, I put, you know, I, I set a bar and everything's rated against that. Um, that being said, uh, hidden river, uh, I think knocked it out of the park on this one. Um, popped your, uh, hidden river cherry here pretty yeah, hard. Huh? Yeah. I'm going to go four to five on this one. Oh, okay. This is a, this is a, ladies and gentlemen, just going to say this. This is a high rating for Tom. Tom's did, a steady three boy. <laughs> <laughs> what is a 4.16666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666666
oh, that was my that was my message I sent on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, they're answering, being like, "Yeah, we got a stout." You know what they say? <laughs> they were like, "They're like, we'll tell you, but guess what?" <laughs> oh man, but great. Great, great brewery. Um, I, I give them mad props for, uh, aesthetic as we talked about earlier, um, as well as the, uh, the suds that are coming out of there. Great beers. So if you want to, if you want to find out more about hidden river, you can, uh, follow, uh, best, best friends pod on, uh, on, on, uh, untapped and, uh, just find uh, the beer that we just rated and follow, uh, follow hidden river on untapped again. That's at best, best friends. P-O-D. We really have to find more P.O.D. songs. There is stuff. none, Dan. There's Dude, two songs. That's it. I thought there was the other one. Yeah, Wait, here comes click, yeah, the boom one. Isn't click mm. click isn't that saliva? No, uh, there was another one. Yeah, here comes the boom. I think that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, is it like the voice of the South or something? I don't know what it was, something weird like that. No. I think you guys are thinking of other bands because I, I there was that other one where the guy gets in the car accident. And he's like, every day is a new day. <laughs> Isn't that Southtown? I'm pretty sure that's Southtown. Yeah. No, that's Southtown. No, no that's, uh, that's like alive. Or something. alive. Alive. Yeah. I feel so alive. Yeah, that one. Man. All right. So <laughs> we're going to have to put together the, uh, <laughs> the greatest hits of a uh, POD for our, uh, our whole aesthetic here. Um, but yeah, uh, Let's see here. The song's called Boom. Yeah. Boom. All right. Well, now I'm going to have to Ooh, do more work. Alive. Alive is the one. See? All I right, guys. I, you know, I'm over here just trying to do as little work as possible, and you guys are really ruining that for me. Why don't you be a producer, man? Come on. All right. So, uh, anyone else on their second period? Oh. <laughs> I'm about to be. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, I'm still. It's this is a very rare uh, occurrence, folks. Uh, Dan has uh, outdrank me. Um, so I still got a little bit left here. Trying to stay classy tonight. <laughs> if I if I get too deep into that second one, this is gonna get. I'm either gonna fall asleep or it's gonna get real belligerent. So gonna walk yeah. in. Yeah, like, hey, I'm probably gonna man, end up trashing Tom later tonight. on tonight <laughs> with an Instagram post about his neck beard. <laughs> Keith's gonna monster into his bedroom with his <laughs> with his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> He just um, comes in dressed as Bane from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I see him more of like a like a Mike Wazowski at the beginning of Monsters Inc. You merely adopted the haze. I was born into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys want to see a real offensive movie trailer? Oh, yes, sure, yes. So this is a movie that was um, I found out was uh, released. It, it's not even. Um, it wasn't even released in theaters. It was on a uh, Hallmark channel. Um, and this is starring Rosie O'Donnell and uh, Annie McDowell. Um, it's called Riding the Bus with My Sister. So uh, get a little bit into it here. All right. Real, real hard, real hard R there. <laughs> real hard R. <laughs> this is a simple Jack going on right here. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, Rosie. It is. It, it keeps yeah, getting right off, it, right off the bat. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> this is the tale. <laughs> She's so mad that her retarded sister <laughs> for being retarded. <laughs> I can't deal. I can't. 
of two sisters. One <laughs> when she did her Pee Wee Herman impression. <laughs> One. <laughs> Why? Can you can you answer this? Why was Andy McDowell ever a movie star? Is this the prequel to the fucking Groundhog Day? <laughs> oh yeah, she was in Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah. Why was she? I was she trying was to like get her like IMDb in my head. I'm like, where have I seen her? Oh yeah. yeah. She was Groundhog also Day. she was also in uh, Michael with uh with John Travolta where he was the angel. Oh my god, that's a terrible movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm John, just gonna say Groundhog Day. Just keep going with that. <laughs> uh, John Travolta. First of all, John Travolta sucks as an actor. Aside, yeah, that's why uh, we're gonna say Groundhog Day instead of Michael. Aside, aside from aside from Pulp Fiction, name a good performance by John Travolta. Uh, face off fan. Face off. Uh, bro- <laughs> Come on, broken, broken Arrow. Come on, with uh, Christian Slater. Ooh, Broken Arrow. Come on, dude. Yeah, that's a good you, one. Everyone knows that. Uh, face off would have been nothing without Nick Cage. It's true. This is this is true. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna play you on that. What was that movie where he had like the brain tumor, but he could like do phenomenon? Do, like, yeah, that yeah. movie sucked uh, dick too. And it's like, mm. <laughs> what are you gonna say? You gonna say Saturday Night Fever doesn't hold up? Doesn't hold up. Yeah. Grease? No, he, he he was only good in that because he could be gay like he is in real life. Danny Zuko. Danny Zuko. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he sucks in everything. And one that's anything but normal. Excellent. Jesus Thank Christ. As a child, she ate some dirt. <laughs> this, this is not this is real. So she wasn't born. She wasn't born manly challenged. Dirt mm-hmm. did Dirt this made, her, <laughs> dirt can, made her you can, she <laughs> ate some dirt. <laughs> She ate some dirt. According oh, to the Hallmark Channel, you can you can catch retard. And that messed up her brain. Oh no, where's the audio? Oh, yeah, share the audio again. Jesus Christ, this, this is this is uh, the this is the trailer. Like this isn't somebody just made this. This is how the long trailer. is this trailer? Two and a half minutes of this. Yeah. Oh my god. And that oh, it's so bad. Brain. We lost the audio, Tom. She ate. She ate some. We're back. You're back. She she ate some dirt, and that messed up her brain. (laughs) That's the explanation that you get. Today, Beth just loves the bus. It's her thing. Their dear old dad kicks the bucket. With no one to look after Beth, the gals reunite. Our daddy is dead. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, moral of this story, guys, don't eat dirt. God, don't eat dirt. Don't be Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Hey, uh, Keith, do you have any any kind of message that you would give Rosie on her acting here? Do you want, uh, is there anything that you would tell her that maybe Ben Stiller or uh, that Robert Downey Jr. might tell Ben Stiller? Yeah, we need we need to watch the rest of this trailer. <laughs> I need to I need to drink this in because this is Daddy absurd. You might want to drink this in this while you do it. Challenging, more productive that you can do. This forest clump won't be riding the bus. Uh, if you guys missed that, he called her f- forest clump. What? 
Plumper Plumper. Won't be riding the bus alone. Forest Plump won't be riding the bus alone anymore. Must be the famous. Oh my God. Do you, do you see how intolerant her sister is? Like, you. Grew, oh, yeah. No, she's, she's totally. She zero just, time for this. She's yeah, like, can she's, you come up with a more creative hobby? She's talking to her, over her mentally challenged sister. Yes. Yeah. Sister. She's riding the bus with her sister. When I said I told the bus boy stop. We know that. So shut up. <laughs> we know that. Happening? So shut okay, up. This is from somebody. <laughs> Wait, so, so does Andy McDowell fall in love with a bus driver? Is that like the whole arc of this movie? Is this the, is this so. a prequel to Speed? Life is yeah. like a box of donuts. If you ask for a random dozen, the employee will give you the crappy ones that don't sell very good. <laughs> See Rosie O in a performance where Peter Herman meets the film I Am Sam. Wait, did she fall in love with Lamar Odom in this movie? <laughs> I'm when you ask for a dozen donuts. <laughs> yeah, what is the voiceover on this? Yeah, this isn't the real green. The this can't be the real trailer. Toilet state assistant and row number one. Thank you. Now, it might not be the tr- the real trailer, but okay, this is the, they're, not. they're not they're not <laughs> making up, they're not making up these movie clips. Rosie no, O'Donnell not. did this performance, That's and apparently this black dude has fallen in love with her, just like Andy McDowell's fallen in love with the bus driver. Yeah. Is she by wearing bowling shoes? Please keep her in front of the camera from now on. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel. I, I really want to see the, the actual trailer for that. Yeah, there, isn't, there isn't one. It's oh, that was amazing. There isn't an actual trailer. I tried to find Dude, it. Um, it's a it's a Hallmark movie. Hallmark movies don't get oh my God. trailers. I feel like that's, the TV spot we need to find. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, that's real rough. Here's the here's what I have to say about that trailer. Oh, going to the second beer yeah, already. Yeah, there we go. You're catching up. I've only had two sips of this uh, number two. So Keith, what uh, what's your assessment of this uh? this masterpiece um it would never get made today um uh, i mean rosie o'donnell's not really known for being a great actress to begin with so oh man that is rough she was arguably the worst part of a league of their own it's just yeah i i'll give her that i i really i have a soft spot for that movie but holy hell that is just yeah she is the worst part of that movie everything else was great about that movie yeah there's no crying in baseball even madonna was good in that movie exactly if 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 you're getting outshined by madonna hang it up yeah (laughs) seriously um oh my god yeah no i wish i had more to say about that but that was that's just it's just messed up (laughs) It's like, it's so inappropriate for, Oh my God. Today, her and Andy McDowell would be blackballed. Oh Oh, yeah. They'd be hanging. They wouldn't be allowed in. Yeah. They wouldn't be allowed in Hollywood, which nobody, nobody answered my, uh, my question of the, uh, what was the, how did 
Annie McDowell have any kind of uh, Hollywood appeal? Groundhog Day. That's the only thing I she wasn't say. even like she wasn't even 90s hot. She was, was Groundhog Day hot. She's not even a good actress. Like yeah. her act acting sucks. She's, she's the Vince. She's a female Vince Vaughn. She plays the same character in every movie. If you think about it, she's like in, in Groundhog Day. Like you're like, oh, yeah, she's kind of attractive. But at the same time, like you're snowed into the, like this small podunk town in northwest like Pennsylvania. And she's the only thing going yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, she's the only thing. Yeah. But even it's Bill Murray, not Poughkeepsie. Oh, Jesus yeah. Punxsutawney. Poughkeepsie. God damn it. <laughs> in yeah, Punxsutawney, say- like she's the only thing going for you there. Bill yeah, Murray. The, even, like, Bill, yeah, even Bill okay. Murray was like, I guess. I mean, I guess <laughs> I don't really have know, a choice. And he drank a lot there. Yeah. Too. <laughs> Speaking of Poughkeepsie, there's a movie on Amazon Prime called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. Is that the horror that movie? Yet? Yes. No. Is I it have. good? I, I keep going past it, but I haven't watched it. Real yet. weird. I watched it, and it was it was one of those movies where, and I rarely run into this, but like every every like ten minutes, I'd be like, I'm I gotta shut this off, and then I just keep watching it and watching it, and it's just. It's real messed up. There's some really messed up stuff in it. Um, what's the overview? I guess we're all in quarantine, so we're all looking for content to watch. Like, so what's the uh, what's the overview? So essentially, it's kind of like it's kind of like a Blair Witch. If there was like a, a serial killer, they they find all this all the serial killer made all these tapes of all this weird shit he did to people and how he killed them, and it's really messed up. But they find all this stuff in this dude's house. And then they start going through all the footage and it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a mockumentary essentially. And it's in, it's in Poughkeepsie. So I can only assume there's a really awful New York accent involved with almost every scene. It's actually not too bad. No, because Poughkeepsie is like upstate New York. Yeah. But even upstate's like almost New England accent. So it like, it gets worse as you go up further from New York. And like, there's a level of like where the accent starts going New England where you're like, this is bad. This is, this is like Chris Evans. If he's not captain America, bad. Oh God, you parked the car around the counter. <laughs> yeah. It, oh God. So yeah. The like that awful the commercial country. with Chris Evans and, uh, and, and, uh, Jim from the office. Yeah. I'd rather be at a boiled peanut stand in fucking Alabama with a deep Southern <laughs> accent than fucking new England Poughkeepsie, New York accents. The worst. Man, we're really shitting on New England with like Sam Adams and and now their uh-huh. accent. They're going to send somebody down on us. Oh, only good things the snowboarding up there and the IPAs. Hey, <laughs> uh, it all comes out of Vermont. Um, so hey, you know, guys, thoughts. What, what thoughts that? on uh, riding? Yeah, on uh, the bus with my sister. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, I I kind of <laughs> no. I kind of tried to no. to go to uh, Keith into saying this, but Rosie went full retard. She, uh, yeah, I, I have, I have issues. I have not. No. Yeah. All right. So we're, let, <laughs> just hard pass. Hard pass on all of it. All right. Well, let's move. Let's like he's not having any of it. No, I, yeah, right. There's, there's a point where like ridiculousness and just, it's just insane to the point where I just, I, it's, it's too much to. I honestly thought it was a. I honestly thought it wasn't real because I'm like, this, this isn't real. This can't be, this can't be a real movie. It's yeah. Like, like when you asked about it, I was like, oh, that sounds kind of interesting. I thought it was like something like an indie film and whatever. And then it's Hallmark yeah, it's State. and then it's that. And I'm like, oh, no, no, nobody should ever watch that. Nope. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna for sure. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So we'll, let's move to the another end of the spectrum here. Um, I found this uh, this Dr. Phil clip, and uh, <laughs> it's titled uh, "A Mom Says Her Her Son Claims He's a Cyborg and Uses Robotic Movements and Speech." I'm um, already interested. Yeah. So let me know if you guys hear this because it's telling me the sound stopped sharing. Yeah, you might have to. Yeah, I'm gonna reshare that sound there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Skype, you're about to be fired, and yeah. we're about to go full zoom. Uh, they stop following Proto. You're fired, buddy. You're fired, buddy. Your mom. Enter. Can I turn on the light? It's it's a little dark in here, and I can't see. Huh? My son, Oren, thinks he's a cyborg from the year 2050. Oren has robotic movements and robotic speech. It's a glitch, like he's a computer. Your intensity will be matched as we try to save you and everyone that we know. He talks, hey kid, what? I'm a computer. <laughs> Stop what? all the downloading. What? <laughs> yeah. What is? I need to do some new ones of those. What yeah, is? Uh, what is her necklace? Yeah, that I was gonna like say a G-Force logo. What is it? A G-Force? No, it's something. It, it looks familiar. It's definitely a G pyramid. Yeah, you're you're gonna claim that your son is a cyborg, and you think that's crazy, and you're wearing that necklace where it clearly looks like you're it's, wearing cyborg clothing. It's some kind <laughs> of Illuminati symbol. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not buying it. I think she's the cyborg. She also looks like the original Aunt Viv from. Uh, Dude, right, right. <laughs> yeah, she looks like Dude, the original yeah, Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince. Yeah, the one that just disappeared, like yeah. the uh, like the first uh, the first sister in Roseanne that just went away and became Sarah Chalk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Aunt Viv uh, came back like light skinned and uh, way more like white features. So, um, yeah, it was uh, interesting. Uh, so let's get a little bit more into the uh, this autistic kid. In a collective, everything is we. He hasn't said I in over a year. We are alone in this. No one else was chosen to do what we are doing. We need to, you know, save the planet from sudden doom. He's got the sweatshirt of a kid that never showers. Cyborgs are part machine, part man. But I gave birth to Oren, and he is flesh and blood. I also mean. Well, she did never oh. specify. Did she have sex with a robot? <laughs> Yeah, there was no, uh, there's no indication that there could have been some robot intercourse with this. Lasagna downstairs, and I wanted to know if you could, you know, join us. We are not hungry. Thank you. We are not hungry for lasagna. Oh, the hive mind collective is. Every time I turned around to check on him to make sure he was okay, he was zoned out. Astro traveling is where he's astro traveling, guys. Another dimension where he gets uh, instructions from the higher beings. To me, it looks like he's sleeping. There is an apocalypse <laughs> in the future. We have seen it in our dreams. And in our traveling. So there's an apocalypse in the future. And he's seen the future. He's seen it in the dream. Um, 
Don't forget to share that audio. <laughs> All right, we're we're back. We had uh we had some technical difficulties, but I believe we're back recording. Looks like it. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. So let's get back into this uh, cyborg autistic kid. Years and ago, he was, he was astro from NYU Business School with a three point nine GPA. So this he gra- the young man. So he graduated from NYU with a three point nine GPA. Well, yeah, robot. he's he's a robot, so yes, of course. But wouldn't he? Shouldn't he get a four point oh? no, you'd imagine. Well, well you if, don't want to. You don't want to go. You don't want to go to the four because people suspect something. So it goes three point nine. So they're like, okay, yeah, he's human. You have to make a margin of error to like be amongst the uh, the apes, as he probably calls it. Oh, he's fair. like the cyborg who walks right, amongst the uh, the flesh bags, as he probably calls us yeah. all. <laughs> that I saw walk across the stage when he graduated. He's changed. He wanted to come back. Anyone else think he looked like Dave Chappelle in his graduation outfit? Mm -hmm. He He did look a little bit like that. He would get a job. From that point on, it just spiraled. We are still in that process of gaining full employment. That was a year ago, honey. That was a year ago. (laughs) How does she think think any kind of job interview was going to go? He's explaining why he can't get a job in cyborg. <laughs> you got to start doing your laundry. You just have to start cleaning up after yourself here. We are trying to get a job here, mother. We do not we do not require lasagna sustenance. We also don't have a job. <laughs> we we do not know how to work the whirlpool washer, mother. <laughs> he was not looking for work. Orin is on his computer all day and he very rarely comes down from his room. Welcome to our headquarters. I know that he's not a cyborg. She was like standing over his shoulder looking at his iPad like, what is hentai? <laughs> With all these weird tentacles. <laughs> Are these all the Patreon charges I keep seeing on our credit card? <laughs> Why is that cartoon girl getting violated by a tentacle? <laughs> What's blurred out? Why is it all blurred out? He is here to save the planet. Maybe he is. Can you imagine if it was like, we're all laughing at this, but he's the guy who saved the world. (laughs) Exactly. What if? Yeah. We talked That's, about that when you blurred, when you uh, paused out, we're like, yeah, this, what if this guy is straight up? Like I'm the superhero. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's what everyone said. Like everyone says, like if, if Jesus, if, if Jesus were real and he came back and was like, Hey, I'm here to, you know, save everything. People would be like, yeah, okay. Okay. Guy. Yeah. We'd all think he was a psychopath. Right. Like just like mentally sick in the head. Yeah. yeah. You see homeless guys all the time. Yeah, you always see homeless guys walking around the street like, I'm Jesus. And you're like, all right, buddy. (laughs) So so it's like, what if he is a cyborg sent from the future? And he's like, all right, I'm here to save you guys. You guys are shit's going to get fucked up in the future. Uh, We are looking for Sarah Connor. Exactly. So maybe you never know. Dr. Phil's been known to be wrong every now and then. So, so let's see. This was posted what January? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if he was like coronavirus? Yeah, exactly. Like this is this year. is real current right now. Like, what if this is the guy who's going to save the whole world? He was yeah. like, he was and like, we're shitting on him. <laughs> he came back and he was like, "Yo, I'm here to save you guys from the Ronies." And that, people are like, "What the fuck is he talking about, Ronies?" Yeah, what's what's he talking about? Like, beefaroni? Like, is beefaroni bad for us? <laughs> 
What's his like, astro planning he keeps doing? He's like, disease. And they're like, mm, okay, cool. The flu's going to go weird. And they're like, yeah, flu season's fine, guy. Yeah. They're like, whatever, dude. We got yeah, this. It's going to kill who needs to kill. And he's like, mm, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't anyone believe me? <laughs> he starts slowly turning into Johnny Five. He's like, we need more input. <laughs> he was like, happy birthday, Polly. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone is trying to buy me for his uncle or his, his uh, brother-in-law. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so are we going to watch the rest of this? I don't really want to give uh, Dr. Phil too much. Uh, okay. It's I mean, all Dr. Phil. Yeah, really. it's a Dr. Phil. Yeah, it's a Dr. Phil mom. segment. Yeah. Um I mean, if we're not seeing if we're not seeing the cyborg, I don't want to dig into this. I feel like yeah. he's just going to tear him apart. Where I feel like eventually Doctor Phil is going to be wrong. I don't see. Be, I don't. Uh, I don't see cyborg autist on uh, on this stage at all. Yeah, he doesn't even come in there to defend himself. Maybe, defend themselves. He's trying himself. to Skype in, but it keeps keeps glitching. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe like maybe out. the interference from like the uh, the satellites make them all wonky. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Phil will not contact us for an interview. <laughs> what are you not, hiding, Phil? He, he's not a real doctor. And he was like, get him off my fucking set. <laughs> we are demanding an audience, Dr. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> Provide us with your doctorate. Oh, oh man. God damn it. Get out of here. <laughs> God damn it. So Keith is one of the first guests that I would say that, oh, that did a lot of research into our videos, like leading up into this podcast. And, um, from our text messaging, I was very impressed by it. Oh, well, I just, Tom, are you still, uh, you're still there. All right. Yeah. It scares me when Tom goes quiet. <laughs> can you not see me? No, I no can. you're back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm just here. You guys are in like real tiny circles. So it's, it's a little weird, but, um, but yeah, yeah, no, I listened to um yeah, Justin and Nick's uh both of their their casts. So, you know, I had to play Good. a little, little little catch up. He did some he did some on. research other than you know Nick, who you know I'm in a band with and he didn't even listen to my podcast once. Yeah, but he also he thinks Superman's up. a good superhero, so fuck him. Yeah. Uh, that's it's embarrassing. So what do you guys want to do? You wanna you wanna dive into the clay style or you wanna get superhuman? Cause he, let's get, let's get is this a, is this a new superhuman or did we, did we watch this one yet? So I don't know if you can tell by the, the, the title, it's a little bit different. The nightmare awakens part one, part one. Okay. So there's a part. Uh, two. How many sequels are, are there to this? Uh, there's a, it's two parts. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, he went with something a little different. Um, are you guys still there? Oh yeah, we're still okay. Here. We're still you guys watching. just both froze at the exact same time, and it was very creepy. I sit very like, still sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he yeah, did definitely. He's not- like deadly still over there. I almost like sometimes I'm like, is Keith still there? And then he starts talking. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. thank God, a sultry voice is still with us. So this is a it's a two part series, and um, it's definitely a lot different than what he's done before. This is a minute 44. So it's like double his normal time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can get into it. This is super yeah. t-shirt today. I'll be jumping onto bricks. This is for a chicken loaf. Can I try this out on my 
Okay. It's a lot of wind there. Yeah. Ready? Yep. This is super. We need some pop screen. I'll be jumping onto bricks. This is for juggalos and juggalettes. Do not try this at home. I hope you like it. Ah! 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 What the hell? This is. Is he going Super Saiyan? Right. It had a lot more production okay. than he normally has. Yeah, what's going on right. with our with our man Superhuman here? All right, so we're now here with good friend Paul. Oh, good friend Paul's back in. Good friend, good friend Paul is uh, kind of yoked. He's, a good friend. he's yoked. I mean, yeah, he's been uh, he's been hitting the uh, Planet Fitness pretty regularly. He's got a choke slamming onto barbed wire. This is for jigglers and jigglets. Don't try this at home. I hope you like it. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Okay. Oh. You're fucking worthless. You're not a stud, man. Do something with your life. Come on, don't be a fucking man. Hey, are you okay? What the fuck? I'm just saying if you're okay. Shut the fuck up! I am not worthless! This is this is why you never want to meet your heroes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that I think that door was supposed to break, guys. It didn't break, though. No. But this is the most acting he's ever done. I know. I mean, this is scripted. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I want to know like more. Page, but now, yeah. I will. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let it be. <laughs> those are real. Like, those are real folding chairs. It's not like the ones that are made out of like tin foil. Yeah. Yeah, uh, key. That's the stuff. <laughs> that's the stuff. Um like double double crack. That's the sound of a man who's waking up at the crack at 10 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> 10. Jesus. Yeah, so um so superhuman is uh doing a lot of acting. Um we can tell that those are real chairs. They're not like the the wrestling chairs that are made out of like tinfoil. Yeah. Um so we'll get- I want to know what the what the issue is. Shit. Fuck done. Approaching camera angles. Like oh shit, is that a twisted poster? Yes, it is. <laughs> Those fucking dildos. <laughs> what? This is like this is like almost like a Blair Witch like documentary slash. No, guys. Uh, so now we're in the uh, beginning of Lost. Sequence. Yeah, we're Secrets. yeah we're in the beginning of Lost. Uh, this All is right. uh, Doctor Ben Shepard, uh, and he is uh, he's washed up upon shore. Uh, he's also a stuntman. Oh, did JJ Abrams do this video? That's hey, it, guys. That's it. That's it. That's it. We got to wait for part two. Part two. Wait. So there hasn't come out yet. So you're gonna leave us with this cliffhanger? Oh God. Superhuman. Oh my God. So, I'm so upset. Um, it, uh, you know what? Um, I was going to save it for next week, but I don't, I don't know if our guest next to week be honest, I'm, I'm glad the camera's rolling for this. Cause this is the clip that is going on YouTube is us watching this because we, we need to find out what's going to happen. Keith, and we need- Keith looks like a, a, a news reporter that just watched the challenger blow up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and now the and now the second plane has hit the tower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. As I was going to save this, I was going to make it a two part episode. Uh, I was going to save the second part for next week. I don't think that our guest next week would appreciate it as much as uh, as Keith would. Um, so wait, there's part two. Oh, yes. Thank God. It's the series finale, which is a two part series. Yep. Two part series, series finale. Got it. So we, we start about it. Let's keep it. (laughs) We start with, uh, with, uh, Dr. Dr. Ben Shepard, uh, waking up on the, on the Island. Uh, he's noticed that his plane has gone down. Some guy gets sucked into the, uh, the jet propeller. Um, and then Locke shows up and he can walk by the way. See, I don't know who you're talking about. But I know it's lost related. Yes, and I've seen. I I had the same thing with the. uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry, Keith. I. uh, I was just saying. I so like lost is one of those things that's always just escaped me. Like I just never, I never got into it. Um, I've seen like two episodes, and there were, like the whole time I was just like, what what the fuck's happening? Like, watch the first three seasons, you'll be all right. Yeah, that's that's what I hear, and like, but. It's kind of like The Sopranos. Sopranos is also a show where every every time I saw an episode, I really liked Sopranos, but I never watched the whole thing. And I watched the final episode, and I was like, if I watched this whole thing and that's what you give me, I'd be f- fucking livid. So, <laughs> Yes, exactly. Uh, same thing with Lost, I feel. Like, what is it, seven seasons, seven, eight seasons? Something, Something like, like that. that. A lot of them yeah. aren't worth watching. Try yeah. getting it ruined by a Judd Apatow film. Oh, yeah, no. I, I And that's the thing. I know, I know of... I know because I heard that on one of your other casts and you mentioned that and I was like, Ooh. yeah, like I never need to see the show because if that's how it ends, I just I, I can't. It's I can't. hot garbage. Yeah. Like, Try I being invested in it, in it live. And yeah, then they, you, they, you were deeply invested. Oh, in no. They throw that out. Hot garbage. I wanted to punch drywall. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. All right. So all right. he's waking Welcome up. Welcome to the superhuman universe where all the series end. I feel like it should have been like, Welcome to the superhuman universe, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is also uh, two and a half minutes long, or almost three. Sorry, it's almost three minutes. To yeah. say goodbye to an old friend. All right. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> to say goodbye to an old friend. All right. <laughs> what was the uh, the Rick and Morty character that was like uh, Freddy Krueger? Oh, uh, Scary Terry. Yeah, Scary, Scary Terry. He's like, "What's up, bitch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide, bitch." Bitch. Am I here? Listen to his response. Just say goodbye to an old friend. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> say goodbye to an old friend. All right. An old friend. All right. Is this going to go into like Bone Thugs and uh-huh. Crossroads as he holds these flowers? He just somehow had a flower and he didn't question it. I'll meet you at the crossroads. Oh, I see the one say. You was like family to me. You was like what? family to me. Hold on, Dan. Stop. Reason. No. Go on. You will forever be missed. What? No. This is Supreme Show. I'm with my good friend Paul, and he's gonna choke slam me onto barbed wire. This is for Jiggles and Jigglets. Don't try this at home. I hope you like it. Woo woo. Fuck this shit. Oh. This is Supreme Show with my good friend Paul. So, are you familiar hey, hey, with wait, good wait. friend Paul at all, Keith? 
no. Are you familiar um, with uh, Superhuman? I, I am. I'm gonna need to take a break. Um, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> go ahead. Go. You you can uh, you can you can take a break. Uh, Dan and I will vamp here. I'm just gonna mute this guy for a second. That's fine. Wanna, so yeah, you don't hear me. Hear me punishing the porcelain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. This is a this is a podcast first. Yeah, this is the first bathroom break I think yeah. we've had. <clears throat> um. So Dan, Tom, Tom, I don't I don't know if I want to go on right now. Like what? Is this is this for real? Well, if I if I told you, <laughs> he's like, he's wearing. Did you see his? Uh, he was wearing shorts. He's not. Uh, he's doing the broadcaster. I'm talking about Keith. He's not wearing like the full. Dan, are you still there? Dan, you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Yeah, I don't Can know. Some some just fucking happened. Is weird. It's all good. Yeah, no, I'm still here. Uh, yeah. I saw the salmon. Sh- he's wearing the salmon shorts. Yeah. He said he was going to wear the salmon shorts oh, with it. So. That's fantastic. Um, Sorry. I'm I'm still taken aback by this video because it kind of started like Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads. And I, I don't know if I want to watch how this ends. It would ruin the fun. I mean, it would, it would ruin the fun if I, uh, if I spoiled the, uh, no, the don't, ending. don't spoil it right now. Don't spoil it because I mean, if, if this is what I think it is and good friend, you know, Different Paul's my favorite character. I mean, I almost bought his merch, and this is going to uh, this is going to devastate me if this uh, if this goes the way I think it's going to go. But let's talk about that down with the clown shirt. Yeah, I mean, um, it's the same shirt. He wears the same outfit in every episode. I know, but doesn't it sound like it's like real HD? Like, what happened? Oh. Oh, I lost, I lost Tom. I lost, I lost visual on Tom, but I, but don't worry. I got Keith back. (laughs) I got, I lost visual on Tom, but then Keith came into my little uh, circle here and I was like, thank God, because he is just, (laughs) I saw the shorts too. (laughs) Yeah. I told you. It's okay. I'm, I'm still here. Um, I'm still here. Uh, but uh, my my battery, uh, battery on my camera died again. Ah, it's all good. I think I think it's safe to say that we're uh, we're done with Skype and we're probably going to go with Zoom. So hopefully we can get this figured out. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Zoom doesn't have anything to do with my uh, my camera uh, burning through battery. But uh, let's uh, uh, you can get into this a little bit, Dan. Um, we'll continue. Okay. So I guess part two opened up with. Um, with uh, something that I'm not quite prepared for on a podcast. Um, it looked like he was saying goodbye to good friend, Paul. Yeah. The death of good friend, Paul. I'm, I'm not really prepared to see what's going to happen next, but good friend, Paul is, uh, he's, he's superhuman's partner, partner in crime. He's, um, he's my number one. He's just going to find another guy to put him like, or maybe I'll just change his mask or something. And plus where we're paused right here. Um, it looks like we have a folding chair with uh, count them three fluorescent light bulbs yeah. duct taped to it. This is like this is like if Insane Clown Posse did um, the Crossroads music video from uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, <laughs> <laughs> and they're, and they're just talking about their friend dying. Because <laughs> if this is really what happened, this is exactly how it would go. <laughs> 
All right. I wonder if so, Superhuman killed. Oh, hey, Tom's back. <laughs> yeah. Trial and error, folks. Trial and error. Um, and I miss my uncle, John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how uh, how is this gonna go here? All right, let's see. Oh, you gotta a light tube chair. It's fun. Check it out, check it out. Don't try this at home. I hope you like it. He is really like uh, speeding oh, through these. Oh, is that blood? Oh, that's yep. definitely blood. That's a uh, that's a superhuman first for us. So, um, you know, it's just it's just a bunch of uh, clips with um, highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, with good friend Paul. Yeah. Thank you for everything. All right. We got to travel. We got to have some fun. I honestly don't want this to be the end, but shit happens. So Dan, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this roll, and I gotta pump up the audio. So uh, let's everybody uh, tone it down a little bit. It's time to let him go. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I hate saying goodbye, so this is this. See you later. Ah, oh, Tom. Yeah, I'm here. Did we lose good friend Paul? <gasps> is this the start of the SCU? Superhuman <laughs> cinematic universe? Oh, man. This is the Iron Man 1 of the superhuman <laughs> cinematic universe yeah. right here. Oh my god, that is would be like, that would be way too. This is an end credit fuck scene right here, isn't it? Fuck no, I'm just getting fucking started. Fuck this shit. Did he just whack himself in the head with that bat? Oh yeah. Wait. So, I feel like there are a lot of unanswered questions here. Um, one of them being, is good friend Paul dead? No, he's just getting fucking started. So, wait, it, it looked like Superhuman was just getting started. What happened with good friend Paul? No, good friend Paul's still alive. Okay. Because I'm not oh, going to lie. Really I, I, was a little, uh, I was a little devastated if this was going to go into, like, some sort of, like, in memory. <laughs> like, just some, like, highlight reel of him and just, like, you know, Bone Thugs playing in the background because that's the only song I would play. Nope. Good hey, friend. Good, Tom's back. Good friend Paul is still alive. Hold on one second. And uh, can you confirm that? Yeah, because... good friend Paul's still alive. They're gonna. Uh, he released a a tour. Um, or yeah. Um, the best is that uh, he Keith. I think you were you were astute on this one. He does smash himself in the face with a bat on the recoil. Yeah, that's that's what it looked like. What you really? Surprised he's not dead. Yeah, watch this. Oh yeah, he's got a cord fucking softball bat. I'm just fucking started. Fuck this shit. (laughs) Boom! God, I didn't even see that man. It was so quick. Hold on. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Right in the dome. Uh, I don't think, think good friend Paul's filming this. I don't think it's going to do any damage to him, but yeah. yeah. So he's already, he, he's putting out a, uh, is this his promo? Yeah. Damn. He's saying Super he's got some sick promo. Yo, Dude, I want that hoodie. June, I want that hoodie. June 7, bro. We got a couple months wait, but he's coming out with stunts. Nice. Is he touring with it? Extreme trampoline stunts. Oh, God, I hope. I hope he just covers the top of the trampoline with fluorescent lights. 
and hot sauce and hot sauce. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm gonna do a nut buster on that. This Wait, he wears glasses. Do not try this at home. We will hope you like it. Used to. <laughs> he really speeds through this intro. Yeah, he's, he's been, yeah, his where's the uh, theatrics like superhuman? This is an older one, right? Oh, this is oh man. This is from all, September. It's all this out of, is like, of 2018. Yeah, look how skinny he is, man. Like he hasn't like the hot sauce really hasn't hit him yet. Ready? Like the hot sauce he drinks. Fame hasn't gotten to his head yet. Yeah. yeah. Fame hasn't gotten to his head yet. Fuck my life. Fuck my life. Yes. Whoa, whoa. Oh, oh. Ah. Ah. <laughs> it. This is super me. That, yeah, it. It's really for the best of society. Oh yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I'm just I'm just glad oh. that good friend Paul is still alive. Yeah. Um <laughs> That's a great screenshot to start on there, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, welcome to the Clay style. Welcome to the Clive. <laughs> um <clears throat> so Damn. I think I didn't we, take her for a Guns N' Roses fan. Yeah, I didn't take her for her. It's more she's more of a Clint Biscuit fan. Um, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> welcome to the jungle. Flames. <laughs> <clears throat> It's just Clovember clean. Take me down to the paradise city. Please take me home. Guys, come on. She's just really excited about Kleinese clerocracy. Yeah, she's got Funko Pops in the background. <laughs> um Keith, was this recorded in your office? This was actually. <laughs> uh, um, you guys so, don't know this, but I'm a producer. <laughs> so um, this is what uh, Dan was kind of alluding to earlier with uh, that. Keith was um, Keith it w- w- reached into our our bag of tricks here and uh, found it's out. Cleith, yeah, Cleith. <laughs> um. <laughs> um that uh, Keith kind of knows. Cleef knows what uh, you know <laughs> is going on in our universe, our Clooniverse. Um, and uh, he listened in and, and heard all about uh, the Clife style. Because uh, I did research Cleef for this. Cleef I did Cleef search for this. Yep. Unlike some of our other acquaintances and friends. Are um, you saying Nick Gregorio didn't do any research? I'll, I'll click Gregorio over there. <laughs> um, worried about Klingons and too worried about uh, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Clatterstar. Clatterstar Galactica. So we went into uh, a couple of episodes ago. We, we found out that uh, uh, Lunchbox is taking a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. and hiatus. Um, hiatus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Clayetus, as you were. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so that, that's given us an opportunity to um, go back into her uh, her library of, uh, of Clue Tube videos and um, and see where she kind of uh, she kind of came from. So um, where it derailed, basically, derailed um, when she went off the Clee end. Yeah. Um, ah, yes. So I feel, I felt like I, I saw a couple, uh, Clidios and, um, 
I thought that this one was uh, a pretty yeah. pretty good one to uh to go off of. Yo! So <laughs> Um, this is real as clock. I'm just like, I'm really feeling it. I don't really. Really hard into the Clive style for this one. Yeah. This is, this is like that. Remember that clown horror movie we brought up? Like Mm -hmm. at like when we first started bringing up the Clive style, like this is the wig, the, the makeup, like she's transitioning full horror movie clown now, which, which clown horror movie. Have you seen that one from, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who did uh, the guy who did Hostel. Who's the guy oh, who did that? Um, oh my god! Hostel. <laughs> he was the one that was in uh, Inglorious. Yeah, Eli Roth. Yeah. The Eli Roth clown movie. Did you see that where the guy put on that clown costume and it like stuck to his skin and everything and he became a clown? I don't think it, it's so. literally called Clown. And dude, you have to watch it because this is this is the deep end that she's going off of. Right. <laughs> I care if people think I look crazy or whatever. If you want to be like a classic ass glitch and just classic ass glitch. Yeah. Me based on my appearance, that's fine. But I'm finally truly feeling like me. Like in my soul, I feel like I've been putting off the true clay cut for a while now because I'm trying to appease people and I'm done with that. So let's just get into it. No BS, no crap. Let's dive deep into my crumbling clarage because honestly, that's what y'all are here for. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here. She's in her. She's in her clarital clone. Could you imagine if this was an episode of like 90 Day Fiance on TLC? <laughs> like this guy thought he was like marrying this girl from fucking Georgia and like this girl just shows up dressed like a fucking clown. <laughs> but she didn't though. Remember? I know she was normal. Yeah, she came over normal. Like did Sweden do this to her? Like dude, what's going on over there in Sweden? Like is she, this what happens? I something had to happen cuz she she convinced Clobin to get into the Clay style. And he went full throttle, throttle, throttle. I don't know. I tried. Charlie's Clangels too, full throttle. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, like that I, own that, I own that movie. Uh, can I say that on this podcast? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like in my soul, I feel like I've this is a confessional. Let it out for a while now because that's what I'm here for. I'm here to give it to you straight. My life is a mess. That's why I started the page to vent, to get out my frustrations. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to what I'm about to say. So let's get into it. So if you're new to all this, I don't even know what to tell you. This has been a long time coming. Apparently, my man and I have been having problems with our clarity. She's getting real clued here. Yeah. Could you imagine if this happened at your like child's birthday party with a clown just starts oh going off like this? Yeah. Just you're just like, wait, what? Let me tell you about my life falling apart. <laughs> Oh, okay. This is where the gun falls out for fucking clothes. <laughs> she's going she's to abduct a Filipino boy and chop him up and put him under her house. Yeah, it's a John Wayne Gacy reference, guys. It's John Wayne Clacy, Con, actually. Con Wayne Clacy. <laughs> yeah, how, how did Mike and I say it, it was a Con Clayne Clacy? Yeah, this one. Who I eventually dated, which sounds absurd and ridiculous. Wait, she they her and Clobin dated a girl named Ingrid, which is the most Swedish name ever. Klingrid. 
Let's bring it Wait, in. Can you back the... that up like five seconds, five, ten seconds? Yeah. All right, let's let's hear that one more time. Having problems with our clarity ever since I decided to live my truth as a clown. He couldn't handle it. He left me. He cheated on me with a girl named Ingrid, who I eventually dated, which sounds absurd and ridiculous. And I don't blame people for thinking this is all a BS soap opera. I don't. Because on paper, it sounds insane. Like, this is my life and I just live in it. I don't even know what's happening. It's my club It's now or never That's a good Clon Clovey I don't want to clip forever So alright So let me get this So her husband dated a girl And then she dated the same girl After that And now we're here And It appears to be that way Cleef Yeah Why don't they just do a couple They tried to uh, oh, you know, I think I did hear that, but yeah, and Clubby yeah, gave her a claw pass. A claw pass. But anyway, I went back home to America, born and raised in California. You know, South Central High oh, Park. It's Clow- It's California. Clompton. It's Clompton. We were park? thinking Georgia the whole time. Yeah, so she's a, a Cali girl. That's a okay. Surprise. Yeah. We really thought Georgia. Uh, whoop, whoop. And he came. I wasn't living there. Uh, wait, wait, Tom, Tom. No, it wasn't. It's not the same thing. Tom, no. we were saying that this was nowhere associated with Insane Clown Posse, but I clearly heard a whoop, whoop. Mm, I don't think it was a whoop, whoop like that. I don't know, man. Like an hour and a half outside of L.A. because like rent is no joke up in L.A. County. Well, that's still L.A. County, but Los Angeles City, whatever. So he came. He's terrified of flying. He got on a plane. He came back to win me back. I still said no. He went back to Sweden, where I am now, films a clitoral of himself turning into a clown, becoming <laughs> one with the lifestyle. I took him back like a damn fool, thought he was genuine. I'm dumb as clown for that. Thought she, he was genuine. He said, yeah, he that is he, the best screen cap right there. Clenuine. That is terrifying. He said, yeah, this is what you see before you die. He started right saying, here. yeah, get this. I want to show that picture to small children. This is when the sedatives wear off, and this is the first thing you see when you're tied to a chair. Yeah. Yeah. You wake, you wake up, and that's the first thing you see. Yeah, you know you're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me know if you yeah. guys can still hear this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know what nope. this man nope. wants. No, all right. Thanks, Skype. Skype, you're you're losing us. We're trying to live our best life, and 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 Clipe is not letting us do this. You can't you can't call Clipe. I'm done trying to decipher his braid. I'm done. I'm a fool. I was trying to be this and that. Trying to be Betty. <laughs> She's Crocker, trying to decipher other people's brains. Like, Wait, she said Bet- Betty Crocker. She missed a perfect <laughs> time to call it Betty Bloody Crocker. Plenty clocker. Yeah. Uh, just she's she's trying to <laughs> she's trying to be like a psychiatrist again. To, another figure out job or a psychologist. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm dead. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, this is base. Serve him and his and my ex on Valentine's Day up in my house. Like, how dumb does that sound? I don't know what I was cloaking. It's real self-aware here. I don't, oh, smoking. Something okay. that I shouldn't have been. 
I was actually com- that was a good edit. Maybe I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Clubriety got me clucked up because I wasn't seeing stuff straight. I was. Be- this is a side of uh, Clunchbox that we've never seen before. This is extremely dark. Oh God! Uh, this, be honest. This is- yeah, and this is another good screen cap. Serving them while they laughed in my face and mocked my home country of Clamerica. Making jokes about homeless people. I mean, all y'all who told That's what you get mad about? <laughs> in this situation, I, that's what you get mad about? Can I tell yeah. you how I got these scars? <laughs> You're right. I am a fool. But sadly, I had to learn this lesson for myself. So he came not even 20 minutes ago. He showed up at the house finally. He's ledger job. Is this is his legacy right here? Back and forth, coming, getting this and that. I don't know what he's up to. I don't even care because I'm done mentally. We're married, but I'm over it. So he came. We had a little discussion. I was like, wrap it up. I don't even care what you got to say. He basically said to me, I'm done. I want to be friends. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, guys, oh I'm I'm afraid to walk out from this room in my basement and walk upstairs to go to bed. <laughs> I I'm like it. terrified. That's All the lights rough, are off. I'm like, god damn it! I feel like the, <laughs> I feel like I feel like this needs to be the new logo to our show. Oh yes. Can you take a, a solid screenshot of just that right there and just give it to me because I got some promo to do. <laughs> Dude, I yeah. I'm gonna need a therapist up for this. I'm cutting a I'm therapist. cutting out her I'm cutting out her face and putting it on that suave sport coat over there. <laughs> I'm like, oh I can't wait. <laughs> Oh my God. Can you believe it? Why did he drag me all the way back to Sweden? I don't know. Pleading. I really don't know. But he did. And I'm sitting here looking like a damn fool. Can you imagine the how expensive time, these plane tickets are? I'm sitting surrounded by surround sound, got nice lights up in this glitch. So like, I don't even want to leave Sweden. I want to leave him. And, and But he said to me. But she wants to keep the house and everything. Oh, she's taking all of the Donald Duck memorabilia back there. Dude, look, he's got yeah. like, look at up Wait, above her. She yeah, the like, X-Men. Oh, yeah. He's got like the Spider-Man. X-Men animated series and the Amazing Spider-Man animated series. Yeah. Like he's got, he's got a Yo, sick that's all, collection. That's all DVD. He's got too. a sick yeah. collection. Did he get a cleanup for this when he got married? Probably not. Uh, dude, she's taking, she's taking a hundred percent. She's, she's taking all of it. She's at least, he's crazy. (laughs) She's taking that Buffy, the vampire slayer soundtrack. That's in the bottom left corner right there. She's at least (laughs) cleaning him out of the, uh, the Buffy and the angel stuff. Do you see the, uh, that's Giles from Buffy right there in the bottom left, a Funko of Giles from Buffy, you know, isn't it Giles, you know, Giles. Yeah. I'm gonna put Giles from Street Fighters. I don't know. He's Street Fighters showing up. Imagine her showing up to court and being like, "I want, <laughs> I want everything." He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> her lawyer would be like, "No, no." Well, you know you're he's my, you're, you're he's my living lawyer. the lifestyle right now, so those yeah. two are gonna walk in at the exact same time. <laughs> like, you know, you know that he's, uh, you know that he's. There's no, there's, there's no lawyer. Oh, no, there's no, no she she's definitely representing herself. Well, they're they're sw- they're a Swedish court, so they let the Nazis pass. So there should be no problem here. They're just going to be like, yeah, you, you get everything. You're completely sane. You're on. 
This isn't the first time we pardoned somebody crazier than you. Have you met Adolf? The judge is like, I got no time for this. We're opening up black holes underneath our ground. <laughs> That's a large, large Hadron Collider joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. I'm up. <laughs> we lost Tom again. Yeah. This is a, again. But we do have a great screenshot of Lil Lunchbox looking like yeah. Joe Biden during a Democratic debate right now. And what's the worst thing is this is this isn't even nearly like the scariest screenshot we've had so far. I know. Um, yeah, I mean, she's uh, definitely just like all kinds of crazy, just bonkers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, like, I don't know. I, I'm going to let it play a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll just. I don't want to get divorced. Divorced. You want to be friends, but you don't want to get to. What does that mean? I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm done with the eggplant. I'm all about this clussy now because I'm just I'm over it. I can't deal with these mind games. Like I just I can't. I really can't Wait. handle it. <laughs> And at first I was like, he and Ingrid have a brother-sister relationship. Like, they're just being rude. And then the more I looked at the comments where people are like, nah, he cheating. And then I went, and this sounds nasty, but I went up and I smelled my bed sheets. Didn't smell like my pussy. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Didn't smell like her pussy. I don't want to get too graphic, but that didn't smell like my scent. I smell like... (laughs) How do you smell like... Like stale butter biscuits, basically, and that's like pendulum stop from hitting (laughs) (laughs) like pendulum stop, guys. That is a double IPA hopped with New Zealand Cascade. (laughs) She subscribed herself as a stale butter biscuit. (laughs) (sighs) To be honest, I look at her and I go, "Yeah, I believe that." (laughs) No, totally sounds about right, but. Yeah. Oh man, that's not the smell that I smelled. I don't even know how to describe it, but it wasn't my scent. I know my scent. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done with the games. I'm done looking like a damn fool. I'm over it. I I just don't care anymore. Like, I'm over it. I need to get my citizenship. And after that, we're done. Like, I don't even like, I just want this to be over with. And people are like, come back to America, sis. We need you in America. Like, I don't, I really don't. Nobody. Nobody has said we need you in Clamerica. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody needs this. Staying Clamerica doesn't need you. Make cleaning great again over there. <laughs> so we got another <laughs> like six minutes of this. Uh, do you guys want to skip ahead? You want to cut out now? It doesn't matter. It's yeah, I, I think I've gotten. A, I think I've got a solid gist of this Love right you, here. I'm engaged now to my girlfriend, Clessa. What is on her arms? Those track marks. I know those aren't track marks. No, I, those are like cigarette I burns love you so much. I just like, I got to figure out myself to keep myself stable. I don't want to get deported. I club this country. I really do club living in Sweden. I'm like a mess, but this is the truth. This is the reality of the situation. And here you go. That's what's going on in LLB land right now. I'm a damn fool, but I know it. I'm not going to dwell. I'm not going to cry. I'm going to just keep it together. Oh. It's over. We move on. He was just a step, a stepping stone in my life. We're moving on to bigger and better things, Clady. Maybe I move to Kentucky in the future. I- 
Kentucky was bigger and better things. Oh, that's also terrifying right there. It's crazy, <laughs> dude. It's crazy because this is a completely different person than we've been accustomed to. To be honest, it's, it's just making me, it's making me worried. I'm like, what's going to happen? But then we already know because she's going to go yeah, clamping. She's going to go clamping. She's going to go to Clake Hospital. She's going to sing Clerdy Clined, and then she's going to go clamping. <laughs> A semi char kind of life. So the thing, uh, stuff like this is worries me so much because we're the glorification of people with obvious mental issues is it's so rough. It's so rough to like see it happen all the time, and it's not it's not like isolated anymore because anybody <laughs> can. Everybody has out. a platform. Yeah, everybody has a platform. Everybody has a voice. And it's just the one. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's weird because watching that, I'm constantly teetering between this is just insanity. And then like, what's Clint this sanity. person's, what's this person's brain like? Like, what is it like living in this person's head? And that's that's the part that scares me because like... <laughs> To be honest, I was afraid of doing content as a podcast, and this girl just does this on a daily basis as a she voluntarily puts psycho. this out. Like, she voluntarily yeah, puts like, this, this is, out. This is her. This is her thing. Yeah. This is like this I'm is embarrassed me. to hear my voice on a craft beer podcast, and she's out there just going like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> just going ham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, Man, it's, it's it's rough. It's I don't know. It, I don't want to bring the mood down, but it's, it's like crazy between that, that and like superhuman, it's just like it's like crazy. These people that, have obvious problems. It's crazy it's, that Keith has had the most analytical uh, assessment of Little Lunchbox. Well, he came in here dressed like that. You knew he was going to be like. He looks like an episode of Twenty Twenty right here. <laughs> just yeah, coming right. here, trying to bring my CNN A game here. <laughs> oh man! All right. Um, we're at about two hours and 10 minutes. Man. Yeah. Say, we're pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, we went deep dive, man. We can wrap it up. Um, we'll, uh, we'll continue to dive back into, I feel like this isn't the last time we're going to have Keith on here. No. no, no, no. I feel like, I feel like Keith was the best dressed guest we've ever had. I feel like we're going to keep having this guy on here. He's also the best sounding. That microphone is amazing. It looks like, <laughs> can I say it's that it, it looks yes. like, it looks like Keith is wearing a modern suit. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> He's like, I'm hanging That's up right, right now. He, he sat, um, he sat through retard Rosie O'Donnell and, uh, and, and little lunchbox, but that, that reference got him. <laughs> you guys, you guys are, we put you through the ringer. You guys are throwing some shit at me. <laughs> uh, well, the, I just want to take a screenshot of him rubbing his eyes through his glasses. Right. Now. Yeah. Like the superhuman and little, uh, little lunchbox stuff was, yeah, I wasn't expecting the Rosie O'Donnell thing. So that's, <laughs> that's a whole other level. He did his research on everything else. And then we just came in like, <laughs> yeah, I've done my job then. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wish I had better commentary on the Rosie O'Donnell thing, but it's just, it's, we didn't even know, get that, into our, we didn't yeah. even get into our debate topic. I know. I, I, uh, I'm it. looking at let's the time. All right. Let's do it quick. 
You want to do it quick? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do it because Keith actually had, I'm here. said he had some yeah. followers. I've, I've got a, I've got a sub, sub debate. So um, the debate topic that I brought was uh, uh, crunchy versus smooth peanut butter. Perfect transition. Let's go. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a crunchy boy. Fucking psycho. Yeah. How do you well, like your bread being torn up every time you put it on there? Yeah. I'm sorry. What was that? How, How do you, you like, like your bread being torn up every time you spread it on there? You're literally raping the bread. Like the bread <laughs> screams. As How, How are you guys spreading your crunchy peanut butter on? I've never uh, had an with issue with my knife. crunchy peanut butter. With a knife, like a normal psychopath. <laughs> yeah. I just use smooth peanut butter because it applies nicely. You guys, so I'm not, like, you I'm guys applying gravel to my toast. You both <laughs> lack a refined palate. No, no. I, what did I, you say? You broke up real bad. You, you lack, you both lack a very refined palate. Mm. Now here's the deal. I like peanuts. I like peanut butter together. Unless it's a really smooth peanut butter with, with the peanuts mixed in. It's just, it, it's just Armageddon on the bread. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm not trying to make I'm not trying to make a PB and J that's gonna get torn up as I'm trying to spread gravel across it. Yeah. It's yeah, literally doing rock. it all wrong then. Spreading yeah. rocks across teach us, your... teach us why why should we go chunky peanut butter? It's exactly. All Give texture. All texture. I agree, but, right. but texture. Got it, practicality. But... Yeah, exactly. What kind of bread are you, what, what kind of bread are we talking? Yeah, what are you using? Texas toast? <laughs> Are you <laughs> real, real question? Are you straight only. straight out of the bag, or are you toasting it first? No, straight out of the bag. Oh, see, you're fucking I'm, animal! I'm, <laughs> see, I'm a toast. I'm a toast guy. I see, yeah. How I eat my peanut butter is I, I toast it. I put the peanut <laughs> butter on, and I apply a couple uh, slices of pe- uh, banana on top. No, a little banana top. Even That's how I do. Of, it. You're even more of a savage. You you no. are you're a first grader. Nah, Smooth man, peanut I'm butter with banana. Especially when it's on toast because it melts a little bit, so it's easier to spread across. Oh man, the toast yeah, is nice your trailer park avocado toast. <laughs> oh dude, it's it's the best, man. It's better than it's better than fucking the hardscaping you're doing over there with fucking gravel. Like yeah. seriously, that's all it is. Like every time I think yeah, of I'm showing how much of a man I am. <laughs> Like chewing rocks, like yeah. the rock monster from Never Ending Story. Yeah, that's like eating. I I eat uh, Captain Crunch with no milk because I'm a man. <laughs> you're disgusting. You're you're a you're fucking psychopath kind of person. All right, a, a crunchy, so, crunchy peanut butter is the superior peanut butter. It's it, it, the the all no. end all. It, no, it's, it's not. It I, is. That's why it's a subcategory. That's why it's an option. Like regular peanut butter, and then there's crunchy. Oh, like, my, dude, you go crunchy's well, an option. All right, so there's, <laughs> you go there's cru- a, you go crunchy peanut butter on uh, whole grain or twelve grain to- uh, bread because then you're getting all kinds of textures. That's the yeah. best kind of sandwich. I agree, but I think with some breads, especially with like a multigrain. Going with like a smooth peanut yeah, butter is first of a all, better yeah, choice. Yeah, and that's another thing. What kind of low quality bread are you guys using that it's getting ripped up by some any, peanut any, shards? Anything white bread is getting torn up by who, who goes white <laughs> bread? We're adults. Look, I get I'm in my mid thirties, but are, yeah. are, 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 both, while, are both of you on food stamps? <laughs> like you're getting government I, I, bread. I, 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 <laughs> I prefer multigrain. I prefer multigrain. 
just just the uh i'm gonna take a screenshot of the complexion of tom with that fucking light on you from your computer you look like you eat white bread hardcore <laughs> get a tan motherfucker jesus christ that, look at you over there john this light yeah. dude my, i'm i'm irish you look polish like you have jewish I, with your mayonnaise i'm irish polish jewish i don't have a pigment pigment in my body <laughs> Yeah, I could almost see the back of your chair through your face. <laughs> I look like Ghost Dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ghost Dad was black. You're like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yeah, but Ghost Dad had to wear like a, a mask and shit and trench coat. It's like, I can't see myself, but yeah. I'll drug you during this production. Yeah, dude, that movie, Ghost Dad scarred me. I hated going over bridges. It made me so uh, scared. I thought I thought my dad was going to jerk the wheel and drive off the bridge. <laughs> Just like that I'm taxi driver. My family. Same with like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Don't ever a bridge. Yeah. Any covered bridge freaks me so, out. So uh, I guess we won the debate that crunchy peanut butter is fucking psychotic. Absolutely not. Two against one. So Keith, what was your subcategory? I, um, grape jelly versus strawberry jelly. Ooh, strawberry. I'm a strawberry yeah, man. Grape jelly. Uh-huh. Grape jelly. Yeah, grape jelly. It gets bought with with food stamps. Um, is that what the government cheese? Is that what they uh, put on the reservations? Absolutely, it's strawberry jam all day, every day. Thank you. Okay, so we can all agree on strawberry jelly, but yeah. Tom's a piece of shit for liking crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, seems accurate. <laughs> you, guys just, are, you guys are you guys are you guys are so you, low class. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I thought I use like I natural, the all natural peanut butter on top, natural <laughs> organic peanut butter, okay. like the runny stuff, and you just yeah, spread it on. Good. And everything. Although, although that's extra work. You have to stir what? that shit. What's extra work? You have to stir it to get the oils all in. You get yeah, oil all over the place. Shovel to like yeah. dig it out of the fucking can. I thought I like a chameleon's backside when I put it on a fucking piece yeah. of toast. I thought I was doing like scales. I thought I was doing a uh, a podcast with my peers, but I didn't know I had to speak down on you guys this whole time. <laughs> Dude, I will go and just fucking take a hammer to peanuts and make your crunchy peanut butter and just put it in a jar for you. The because only, that's how basic crunchy <laughs> peanut butter is. The only I can make it right now. I could just go upstairs and just take a bag of Mr. Peanut and just fucking smash it up and be like, here's your crunchy peanut butter, motherfucker. Yeah, and you would be improving your peanut butter. No, that's just that's just how it is. I'd be, I'd be into smooth peanut butter sprinkling peanuts on there. Totally fine with that. It's the same fucking tr- thing. I understand. No, it's but not because it doesn't apply but, the same way. Right. But spreading are, are chunky guys, peanut butter <laughs> is a nightmare. Are you guys putting your peanut butter on with a shovel? <laughs> how are you ripping up your... How are you ripping up your bread? I'd have to try it on like some multigrain because doing it on white bread is just... But that's impossible. your first problem. You got to at least... Yeah, but white bread's so delicious. It's not though. At the very minimum, you have to go potato bread. Martin's potato. Yeah, bread. Well, yeah. I mean, potato bread are like the Italiano. Who's who's putting bread? Fucking peanut butter on potato bread. Yeah, I would. Yeah, potato bread is the best. No, I I love potato bread, but it's got its place, and it's not with peanut butter. Give me those potato so, rolls. I will make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with potato rolls all day, every day. Keith, toasted. Shut it down. I'm more. I save those for the burgers, man. If somebody, I save them potato rolls for the for burgers. burgers, but they're good as just peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. If somebody pushed out a hot snake onto a potato roll, I would fucking, I would chug that thing down. <laughs> it's that delicious. 
You do like chunky peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he likes it. He likes those little pieces of peanut in it. <laughs> I really set myself up for that one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. Just throw it up. All right. Well, <laughs> now that we're all settled that chunky peanut butter is the best, uh, let's get some nope. plugs in and uh, we'll get out of here. Uh, Keith, what do you what do you got to plug here? Um, doing a couple things. So as far as the color Fred is concerned, we are doing a collaborative project, uh, trying to keep people sane during the quarantine. Um, <clears throat> Fred released a demo vocals and acoustic guitar of a new song we have been working on. Um, so you can download the tracks. If you go to the color Fred, uh, dot band is the website. You can sign up for the mailing list and you can download the demo tracks and you can actually play to them and record over them, whether it's through GarageBand, Pro Tools, you know, Cubase, whatever you want to use. Uh, we've had a couple really awesome submissions. And essentially what we're doing is we're taking the demo track and we're just layering in what everybody's put in. Um, whatever the final mix ends up being, I feel like we're going to have multiple versions. Nice. So really the sky's the limit on it. And so far the results have been awesome. Um, so we're kind of, we're trying to keep people busy and also embracing just the chaos of it all and not being like super picky, just, you know, just taking what everybody sends in and trying to figure out how to make it work in the song. So we're doing that. Uh, that's going to end soon. So I would get on top of it this week. If you can, I know this comes out Thursday, I think. Yeah, uh, I think we're still going with that. Um, as far as gravity enclosures is concerned, um, I'm building out of my house right now. So, um, you know, so I can still, you know, keep up with that, do work for that. And as far as any other plugs, I mean, that's pretty much it. We have a new single out called Lost and Lonely for the Color Fred. Um, we just released it a week, week and a half ago. Uh, yeah, you can find it on Spotify, YouTube, whatever. Um, I'm going to be releasing a bass playthrough video of that. Uh, I think our drummer, Monty, he actually just recorded a drum demo for that too, uh, like a playthrough video. So I'm going to try to put those together and release that. Just trying to give some like people something to do during all this downtime. And Yeah, you know, content cool is crucial right now. Yeah. And bands that are doing that right now, it's, it's basically how people are... Uh, staying active with, especially because we're used to playing venues. We're used to playing shows. It's like, what's our outlet right now? Um, yeah. you know, it's YouTube, it's live content on Facebook. Um, despite how many people who shouldn't be doing live content on Facebook right now, there are some that are <laughs> Epic and check them out, support them, you know, hit up their Venmo, hit up their PayPal me when you see it mm -hmm. in the corner, you know, you know, tip your musician right now because they're looking to, uh, they're, you know, this is their second, their second job, or this is their primary career. They, uh, they're, they make a living from this. So. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, we had a couple things booked in, uh, May and June and they're probably all, you know, going by the wayside because of everything, uh, show I was really excited for in Chicago with the smoking popes. Oh, that, that may awesome. or may not happen now. Who knows? You know, that was something we had going around, but yeah. Uh, support, support your artists right now. Cause anybody who gigs, anybody who goes out like, yeah, financially it's cool to support them, but it also like, you know, it's good. To, it's good for musicians and artists to be creating and doing things and playing live. Yeah. Uh, it's good for the brain. And when we're not doing that, you know, it has weird effects. So we're just trying to, you know, trying to move forward and adapt and, you know, try to stay positive and, move forward really right dan plugs 
Uh, well, I'm going to plug the same old stuff I always plug, um, because nothing's really changed. Uh, my band Grayson, um, we just started up and we actually missed our recording time last weekend because of this quarantine. So you can listen to all of our old catalog on Spotify and Apple music, check out our debut EP young professionals. Uh, we got a single out there on bridal enthusiasm, um, upcoming shows. Uh, it's still in the books right now, May 9th in North Wales. Um, the North Penn Social Club, a benefit for uh, Ken Martin from Rough Justice. Uh, great band. Uh, we're going to be there with Doing Great, Birthday Boy. Uh, Tom Flott's doing acoustic set. So it's going to be uh, all your favorite people doing great music for a good cause. So hopefully uh, May 9th is still going to pan out. Um, social media Instagram is Grayson underscore PA, Facebook is at Grayson PA. All right. <clears throat> and, uh, and sorry, I, I forgot to, I meant to plug, uh, Keith, uh, his band's the color Fred. Uh, you can follow Keith on Instagram at Keithy Poo. <laughs> uh, adorable. Or at gravity enclosures or at the color Fred. So that's all, uh, that's all Keith, or you can buy some of his enclosures at www.gravityenclosures.com um he really does fantastic work on those uh those enclosures um so you can follow us on uh all of those uh you know social media platforms uh instagram facebook untapped all at best best friends pod that's best best friends pod one last time uh, and then there's, uh, our email. You can, you can send us emails. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, let us know. Um, if you want to, uh, have us watch a video that you want, uh, want us to go over, um, send that over, uh, any beer suggestions, send those, send over. me beer, yeah. send me beer. Um, anything really just send us emails and, uh, and, and we'll respond. Uh, and that's, uh, best, best friends pod at gmail.com. That's best, best friends pod. One more time. At gmail.com. Um, guys, just remember, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Um, waiting on that 10th uh, rating. Uh, reviews. We just, we want good, re- we, not even good reviews. We just want creative reviews. If you, if you rate us yeah. one star and, and review us real shittily, so be it. We just make a review that makes us laugh. Yeah. Um, and then that, that helps us just keep doing this podcast. Uh, Cause that's how Apple works. You, they have to go off that algorithm. Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, yep. help us um, climb up the algorithm. Um, Nicole Byer has a best friends podcast. We want to be the best, best friends podcast up there. So we want to be higher in the search results. So help us out yeah. really, please. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, uh, Dan and I want to do, uh, a, a bonus episode for you guys. We'll, we're going to talk this week. Maybe we might, uh, pump one out this week. Um, Tom, this is the third time. I know we need to, we need to get, are this we going to do it? Yeah. I think are we, we should do it? do it this week. Um, okay. we're going to do a, an episode. It's, uh, we're going to do an, uh, a, a, a bi-weekly probably, uh, once we get it started, it's like a snowball effect. Uh, we'll just keep doing it. Uh, we're going to do a movie review, uh, show called it stinks. And, uh, we're going to review shitty movies and tell you why they suck. Uh, so keep an eye out for those. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else. Uh, Dan, 
I think I'm good. I think you missed just one, one thing. No, uh, I, I wanted to thank Keith for coming on. Uh, oh, being of a course. Guest. Uh, it was, it was a pleasure having you on. Uh, thanks for uh, accommodating this, uh, this strange situation here. We have, uh, doing just strictly Skype. Um, yeah. Hey man, it's all good. And thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Um, I'm also down to watch some shitty movies. So if you guys, <laughs> if you guys want a third for any of that, please. We'll do a call in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You're required yeah. to wear the sport code though, as the, uh, as the best sounding and also the best dressed guest we've had remotely so far. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you again for listening. Uh, so like we said, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, uh, if you'd like the show, tell a friend, um, and that way we can, again, keep doing this. Uh, and just don't ever forget that uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That's correct. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Peace.